0: Welcome to Beer Plus Three, where we try to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. I'm Jeff, and with me is Mike Zamora. And unlike the police, he has a big enough umbrella. Also, backed by popular demand... From his stint in Guantanamo, is Rick Anderson. Glad to be back. <laughs> well, you know, I, I missed all... you. <laughs> we all missed you, but Caleb was was a lot of fun. What did you What did you it think of that to, podcast? It was good to hear. Yeah, it was
1: good to hear that. Um, I mean, I I have two things I wanted to say about it too. It wasn't so much a review as just my reaction to it, which was the funny thing is that even though I kept telling you guys I had no ego about that idea about someone sitting in it's like (laughs) it's amazing how territorial you can get after doing all of a sudden your id just comes out i don't know and i I just (laughs) it was really stupid i'm sitting there thinking you know like i hear the thing come on and i hear your intro and i have this little moment of wow i'm hearing an intro to the thing that i do that Mm -hmm. i wasn't there to witness right and it's just weird it's almost like this uh i don't know if it's like a universal thing or if it's just me. But it's yeah. like I think as soon as you, you see other people doing something fun that you were supposed to be part of, and as soon as as soon as you know you realize you're, you're not part of it, it's like the little four year old comes out and wants to oh, have yeah. a tantrum. <laughs> it was kind of fun. I fully agree with uh, who is I think it was
0: Jung. I think said yeah. really humanity in, in its current form, especially modern man, we we honestly don't grow up. We don't have yeah. any rituals, we don't have anything like that, and it, it may have been Joseph Campbell, I don't know who it was, yeah. but uh, uh, perhaps somebody out there in in, uh, in Podland, Podlandia can uh, <laughs> clarify that for me, but yeah, we, we as modern men don't truly
1: grow up, so yeah, but, I don't know. Maybe thanks, thank God. It, thank God, yeah, that's, that make, enables us to go to PAX. Not to make me sound like a big baby, but you know, I just had like a, it was like a split second of... You know, I was supposed to be part of that. I was supposed to be doing that. And I don't get to do it. But um, no, like within a few seconds, it was it was obvious that it was going to be a great listen. And um, it sucked me right in, too. That was the other thing, too. I kept thinking, this is the first time I'm going to hear this thing without that. You know, when you're involved in a creative endeavor and you do something and you're part of creating it, it's sometimes hard to be objective about it and look at it and mm-hmm. tell whether it's good or bad or not. Right. And I thought, wow, this is. I'm going to hear this without my input or without having that. And I thought, what if it sucks? What if I listen to it and I think this really sucks? <laughs> wow, I really bring this podcast together, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> well, he did show but, up today, but... but no, it it was awesome. I I, I literally I had, I had to, um oh. I was trying to work while I was listening to it, and I couldn't work because I kept wanting to just sit there and listen to what you guys were talking about. So it was it was great. did
2: did any feelings of jealousy come up out of that or were you able to it wasn't jealousy it was just
1: this weird little moment of i was supposed to be doing that i'm supposed to be you know there having fun Mm -hmm. i think
2: intrinsically you're probably a sharer then you're probably okay with sharing
1: yeah okay i think so that's good that's probably accurate but yeah from time it was great though hearing hey caleb we have to um Sweet talk him into doing that in the future if we're ever mm-hmm. in the need because yes, he's absolutely. Actually, yeah.
0: he and I were just talking about that at Wander Brewing, which is who we're drinking today, by the way. Oh yeah, uh, we have two new Wander beers. Uh, we currently just opened the uh, right before the podcast, of course. We currently just opened the uh, Belgian Brown, uh, is what they call it. It is a Belgian double uh, that they imported. Uh, I believe yeast and yeah, the yeast, yeah. Uh, they also imported the sugar the uh, The sugar from Belgium, so this is I think uh, most likely i don 't know i 'm sure local hops, but with all that Belgian twist so and it i i 've been enjoying it so far, I so i don 't know what you guys happen to think
2: you know, I liked it so much i didn 't even feel like saying anything about it it like just went in and it was just you know such a great beer there 's no reaction you know i 'm just drinking it 's natural it 's like imbibing blood, you know. <laughs> But as I said, that might be part of Friday.
0: Right. Cuz we do this on Fridays mostly and and it is relaxing nice. I mean, you don't even realize drinking a shitty beer by the time you get halfway through it. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz it's like, "Oh, alcohol. The week is disappearing." That's the Friday golf. I had to start that last night with a glass of uh tequila when I got home. Really? That bad a day? i been very physical at work this week. Well, so my body is, has been just Tortured all week, and then of course I have to, you know, do all the organizing and make sure everyone's doing everything they're supposed to be doing. Yada, up Plus, I'm physically doing the moves and this, that, and the other. And I was so sore and just, just, just wasted last night. So I'm like, I have a 1.75 liter bottle of tequila my wife brought back from Mexico. So. Cuglunk, Cuglunk, Cuglunk.
2: Well, I was going to say it seemed like you were a snifter.
0: Let's just put it it seemed
2: like you're a little down or maybe a little low energy as of late. You know, on our, our chats, and I just kind of thought, well, maybe work's catching up to him. But you know, the other thing I've that just was been busy. Yeah, the other thing that was in my mind was, well, maybe that hernia's got him down. So you know, listening to, listening to all <laughs> doing all this physical labor, and I'm thinking, oh, your hernia. Well, that's not taking it's, care of yourself, no, sir. It's not. No, it's not. And my boss
0: even keeps reminding me, which you know, you know, he's kind of a nice guy at that point, but. I I do have a hernia, an umbilical hernia, which I am going into the doctor on the twentieth at eight a.m., which is Friday, so we won't be doing this next Friday. Perhaps either Saturday, Sunday, or Monday.
1: What's an umbilical hernia? Um, I understand umbilical
0: cord. It's in your belly button.
2: is not the umbilical cord cord, what they cut off when you come out of? Yeah, it's
0: still it's that part. Anything sticking that that part is still an umbilical uh, area. Um, you, you're Red. still, you're still. It, maybe it's this one of those phantom limbs. I don't know. Maybe you're still connected <laughs> to your mother in some sort of phantom limb way. I oh, don't know. That's but so weird.
1: that's like a creepy Stephen King. Story premise. See, I went, I went Japanese war at that point because yeah. there's some weirdly creepy shit that comes out. Uh, so you come. got like tentacles coming out of your belly button? And let's that's hope true. so. <laughs> well,
2: phantom tentacles. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for educating. I mean, now I feel like me and the podcast listeners probably know a little bit more about the umbilical cord than we Well, I will attempt
0: in. to go through what I can remember of the surgery because the doctor already told me I'm going to be put out. Mm-hmm. And that me right there, I'm like, <laughs> let's do it. Knock me out Put the pictures on the internet I don't give a fuck uh-huh. Have your dick
2: in my mouth Some balls in my ass You go for it baby Well you let the doctor know If he's not willing to do that I can find someone Right on Right on So uh, I want to see I want to
0: feel A little more open In certain areas When I wake oh, up
2: Your chakras will be open <laughs> Trust <try Yeah>. me <laughs> Fuck yeah baby Yeah <laughs> So, uh, the first thing out of Nicole's mouth, when I told her that we weren't going to be able to record next Friday and you were having your surgery, she said, well, is he going to get the tummy tuck? Please tell me he's getting the tummy tuck.
0: I'm going I'm to suggest it, yeah. Take what, take what you need out. Right. You know, you don't, we don't need that there. Yeah. That, that, that disgusting yellowish white fatness, that disgustingness that, you know what? Let's make candles. That's what, that was my uh, first thought. Let's make some candles. Uh, Best some- candles in the world. Human, human fat. Beer yeah. plus three candles. I like it. I'm seeing a marketing we can, angle here. Exactly. We can sell them online would to support our to... Podca- pod- podcast. Podcast. Would they be sent <laughs> That Then it would yeah. be a podcast because my body would be going out to our to our three fans.
1: One of
2: which is in Iraq, actually. At least one. one. Yes. Jesus. Let's be the honest here. I've got 200 likes in Iraq. <laughs> We're really big in Iraq. Oh, we are big. And
1: Iraq. look. We get our message across in Iraq, and look what's happening there right now. What's happening there right now? I don't know. It's going into chaos. I mean, the place... You guys ever followed the news? No.
2: Are you saying this is our fault? I'm saying it's a (laughs) strange coincidence.
1: That's all I'm saying. I don't want to draw any conclusions. A week after Beer Plus 3 drops in Iraq, there's some kind of unrest there? It's like... Yeah, it's going kind of crazy over there, so... Well, I'll have to get on the
2: interwebs and do more than Uh, look at my Beer Plus 3. I'll have to
1: get on to Al Jazeera
0: and and check that shit out. Actually, I like that channel. Have you ever watched or read anything? Like love my him. opinion awesome.
1: of uh, of uh, filth, I think that's what it was. They heard that and they just went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that is a wonderful movie. in the streets. Did you hear this guy on this podcast?
0: <laughs> oh, do that accent again. The whole no, podcast, not please. Do it. <laughs> Let's
2: insult all two hundred of our lives. Extremely
1: likes. offensive to it. Yeah. So are
2: you saying they were pro your your review or against your review? Uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't. I don't. I love
1: Xavier. I, I that liked, was a terrible I liked accent that of movie. anything. I actually, like as much as you guys did. What? I like filth. I just didn't like it as much as you guys did. That's no, because you're not a dirty boy. <laughs> Dirty, dirty
0: boy. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I have dripped some drippings on the front screen of my laptop, but it's a touch screen, so I can't oh, clean it up. Oh, that happens a lot. It
1: happens a lot. Drippings?
0: It's yeah. not my personal drippings. It is drippings oh. from uh, oh, I your you cheese sauce over there that's going gonna, to gonna torture my wife
1: later. So. I was picturing something else. That like... was too. That's why I was thinking I'm sure the guys at Geek Squad deal with plenty of that. <laughs> There's something wrong with my floppy drive. There's something crusty on your screen. It what sticks is this? a little bit. What's that taste like? <laughs> Just like in Don John
2: where he's trying to get it off his trousers.
0: <laughs> Love that.
2: Well, I loved it because it's so real, you know? I mean, it's these, these moments and... It film. was
0: real for me and a teenager. I remember doing that when I was a teenager, having that when I was a teenager. because it was when, when you're in high school, uh, I don't know about you guys, but when I was in high school... It was like five dry humps and then a real hump and then like five dry humps and then a real hump. So for me that's kind of how high school went and that's that was I that was like took me straight back to high school. It was amazing.
2: All I can say is hi honey, our ratio was a little bit better. I think it was a dry hump and then action, a dry hump and then action. You continuously, like one action. You know, you start with the dry humping and then you get action. Yes, but I'm from Skedget Valley where they're a little more puritanical. That's right. So so did you find that you had the same experience while you were dating a high schooler, not necessarily in high school yourself? <laughs> okay.
0: I I think I went over this in one of our last podcasts. I was not I was in high school when the sex in the bathroom happened. Right. Okay, that was our last podcast with Caleb Sanders. We love Caleb, and we hope to have him back
2: soon. Sorry, I was I was having a Comcast van flashback and re- Comcast. Fa- oh, <laughs> I'm getting the finger button. I, it, it, look at that. It's,
0: no, it's it's my uh, index finger. Actually, I'm talking to the mic and looking at it like it's a person at this point. No, no the listeners are- No, no. Yes, she was in high school, and I dated a 19 year old girl from Belgium. Who uh, She's came very, over here and they put her in high school for some reason. I'm not sure
2: why. I met the last. She was advanced for her age. Yeah, you didn't go to Europe with her. No. Look at that. Two thumbs up. <laughs> up what? I'm not sure. <laughs> up my own ass from belgium fingers up the ass why are we always no i and it's one of the I places between, i love and that's so. about like
1: 50 of our podcast things going in people's asses and the unabomber <laughs> between what things. the fuck's the unabomber we, we the had guy. one discussion he's about been, the fucking no, he's unabomber he's been mentioned,
2: he's times, been mentioned at least
0: really? twice now yes oh, I'm, I wasn't listening twice, apparently. I'm not listening to my own podcast or
2: our own podcast <laughs> I apologize. Hey, puppy dogs. You can apologize, but still, shame we're on currently
0: uh, uh, not filming uh, at uh, Rick's house today. It's the so. first. The first, you know. I yes, mean. they let him out of Guantanamo, but he's still wearing that ankle bracelet, so he can't uh, really leave his house. So we had to come over here, and hey, I can leave. That's,
1: that's a, that's a filthy lie. I And us. we are eating pretzels. That I he eat just us. puts
0: the ankle
2: bracelet on the dog. <laughs> <laughs> the, these pretzels are the first thing he's eaten since back from Guantanamo Bay. That's true. That's true. He, he, it's, he, it's, he, it's all
0: been rice and American cock. He was on the so, GB weight loss program.
1: Uh, I, I bring the pretzels up because they were they incorporate one of my porch beers, which is the Jubile Ale. Jubile Ale, porch beer. I can't, I can't believe you I, didn't I, use sir, it. I you it know, it really. would be awesome in the. Evening? is What's Wander's IPA yeah I, I, it's um, it's funny too because they don't retain the taste of the beer quite as much
0: I love the it's fact that they're they're phallic. <laughs> and
1: and I, we, they are phallic we put the white cheesy sauce on it and
0: just oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're phallic because um, it's I'm enjoying easier it. to
2: do it that way are you, you know? sure? no it's it's easier I, I, well me. I'm certain that it's easier but are you sure that's why you do it? Mm-hmm. I, I know that you're not one to back away from a challenge and and to to a, a, I think I think what you're really trying to say, and, and I almost know this for sure, is that the fact that you've tried them the other way a few times and they didn't come out as pretty as you thought they should. That's true. And you just kind of gave up on it. Mm-hmm.
1: I tried to do them exactly the way. This is the Deschutes recipe. Yes, Deschutes Brewery has yeah. some of the best pretzels Actually, ever. Actually, I've, I've tweaked it a tiny bit, but um, it's basically their recipe, and it's um, they serve it as a big like a pretzel ring, yeah, like a pretzel. And like I, like it with a pretzel twist? Yeah, and I've tried doing that, creating, forming that ring, and it's next to impossible to keep it that way. So I, I think they probably have some piece of equipment back there where they're I able to do that. I doubt right. that. I or. think they
0: just have a professional pastry chef or a person yeah, who knows it, could it could be. It could be
1: that there's somebody back there who
0: just uh Well, I'm
2: pretty in with the guys at the shoots. You want me to ask? Maybe we can get an invitation to come back in the kitchen and they can would, show you how to do the twist. Oh, well, that would be
1: really cool. Yeah.
2: Well, I I will tweet that out to them. That would be a great podcast. let mm-hmm. Let's do I would make the excuse to run down to Portland and and take care of that, you know. <laughs> they they send the invite. We're down there the next weekend, I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now that we've Haven't done. Now we're, that we're done bullshitting, hopefully. Well, relatively.
0: Well, how I all say right. You're
1: in come with the shoots. What do you mean? What well, you
2: when I tweet the shoots, yeah,
1: man, the shoots tweet oh, back. Right. Yeah, they yeah, actually. Come yeah. on, yeah.
0: I gotta stop eating this shit. Um, <laughs> let's go on to. Uh, want, I mean, I you've already lunch. brought up the fact that uh, you listen more. to Caleb's uh, podcast.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I think we have a couple other things to uh, talk about today. Uh, there is iTunes. We are now on iTunes and Yay. it has done wonders for us. We love iTunes. We now got more
2: than three listeners.
0: <laughs> yes, see. we have more
2: than three listeners. You How many see. actually continue to listen?
1: Yeah.
0: But uh, um, um, I think you wanted to talk, Rick, well, we about have... other podcasts. Yeah. I also, not... I let... hold
1: on. Okay, yeah. Relax, <laughs>
0: relax. Don't, let me sh... Don't make me shove this phallic symbol with lots of cheesy sauce on it right in your gob. Um, we also have high schoolers, um, and well, high school, and the answers who remember that, because um, I, I, you, you posted this thing online where there was this quote-unquote scientific oh, study, yeah, yeah. which is about cool. as scientific as this dog right here, <laughs> um, and I, actually, uh, my wife and I, who uh, went and saw Greg Proops. Greg Proops has a podcast called oh, yeah. The Smartest Man in the World. He was right here in Bellingham, Washington, because one of his friends, uh, uh, Ryan Stiles, you may know from uh, the fame of uh, "Who's Line, um, and Greg Proops was on both the American and the English version of that, uh, and he is, has his own podcast, so uh, I've been listening to it for what, about a year, year and a half now. Where, was, it? Where was that again? Yeah, it, it was at the Upfront Theater okay, here right. in Bellingham, Washington, and uh, it's Ryan Stiles uh, Improv Theater. So yeah. somebody gave him—I don't know—Greg Proops in, kind of described it as like somebody dared him to do something and he did it. And he was like, "Yep, he just—he's going to open up an improv theater here in Bellingham, Washington. <laughs> no one's going to go. Well, guess what? It's been open for years now, and I see lines out. Yeah, it's—it's it's amazing. Again. It's a wonderful. And I wasn't sure how the venue was going to be." Yeah. Um, the venue was actually really nice. I thought it was going to be a theater like venue because we've all been to the Pickford. Mm-hmm. What a shitty ass venue that is. I would love. I love to go see movies there. But
1: at the Pickford, terrible, terrible, the-
0: terrible movie theater.
1: Have you been to the new really? ones? Or are you talking? I haven't to been old to one? the new ones. The old the ones. The new ones. The new ones are awesome. The oh. Old oh. One, the old one was like being in a in a yeah. box. It was
0: essentially being in your kitchen with yeah, no, five hundred other people. The
1: new ones are <laughs> awesome. They're so, really, yeah. They're really cool. I would. Highly recommend checking that out. Okay.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, another subject was uh, Mike's ass. Apparently, again, (laughs) again, Um, again, we've talked about Mike's ass many times. And while I love Mike's ass and every curvature and hair on it, um, (laughs) uh, I don't know if I want to talk about it again. And last but not least, the uh, the NPR thing of the beer in cans. I didn't get to. Really yeah. listen to today because I was way too busy. But uh, anyway, um, th- those are our subjects for today. And as I said before, we're drinking Wander Brewing. I also have to tell you and guys about this. Talk
1: business. about iTunes. You guys know iTunes. I know nothing about it. Well, I was. I'm just kind of thrilled to see us in there listed. But um, I went in through some of the newer podcasts and listened, and I was kind of surprised. I mean, I don't want to sound like a, like patting ourselves on the back, but he is quality. <laughs> go, go ahead. <laughs> Quality I could use wise, it. I mean, content wise, and and sound quality wise, it's it's. I was kind of amazed. I kept thinking, you know, do I want to listen to these other podcasts and and you know feel put in my place or, you know, but it was kind of weird. I'm listening to it. I'm thinking, wow, there's not very many actually out there that that match the quality of ours. I was I was kind of surprised. Did any of them I mean, have I commercials didn't... that played in the background during the middle of their podcast? Because <laughs> 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 that was aces. Yeah, but that was um. You know the funniest part of that actually was? Was not the uh, Tampax ad coming up when you guys were talking about that. I thought it was that. funny, yeah. The funniest one for me was when Jeff was talking about how he was trying to keep his wife's computer clean and the fact that an ad is popping up right in the middle of that discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I am not
2: an IT guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, um... Yeah, I guess we probably should. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're not. Yeah, <laughs>
2: I'd, I'd still like to thank Jeff's wife for allowing us to use the laptop, never mind the fact that it had so much splooge on it that ads were popping up in the background while we were trying to record, record a podcast. It was still nice to have the ability to record a podcast on a laptop that semi-worked.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Are you making fun of
0: my wife's internet porn?
2: A mm, little bit. <laughs> Mostly, I was making a comment on the fact that I couldn't get my laptop to work with the podcasting material. The IT
0: guy couldn't get his podcast to work. His podcast is. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to shut up now and drink.
1: This is, yeah, this is really good. I keep looking at it and thinking it looks like root beer. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same color. Have you
0: seen the glass
1: it's In yeah, well, yeah, it looks like the A and W. This
0: deal. is an A&W yeah, glass. Got A and W root beer glass.
1: Girl to come in here on skates and and bring it to us, you know, on a, on a tray. Can we get your wife As to long do as that? she it says, fun.
0: as long as she says two things, yeah.
2: cigars, cigarettes.
0: That's all I require.
2: Yeah, you know, so far Wander is not disappointed in the least. I mean, every time yeah. I've had something of theirs, it's it just meets all expectations and goes above and beyond i am actually tempted to have their lager oh yeah i i, I almost ordered it today you know when we're sitting there having I, a glass <laughs> i I seen that on the menu and i go I, I bet you that's probably good and i should have ordered it and i did next time for for sure and and you know i'm kind of wondering you know we're gonna have another wander brew next can we have another wander uh prank call should we give them a call and give them our love again
0: oh uh, i think we should do certainly a podcast maybe next week after my hernia When I'm on copious amounts of painkillers, we should definitely do that. Yeah. Um, I think you guys could come over, or we could go wherever, and I think we should get fucked up, and certainly, because that first podcast was brilliant. I I still think it was brilliant. Not as professional, certainly. No. Certainly not as professional.
1: We were rookies back then, so, you know. We we were were rookies seven episodes ago. (laughs) Um, But, uh... yeah, I just listened to it a couple days ago, out of curiosity, to see how far we've come. We have come, i can come fall. very far sir <laughs> i'll have you why uh, did i know it was gonna okay. just just I, melt i'm laughing into because that. i can't believe i didn't even i wasn't even ahead of you on that one um no it was uh it's it's kind of amazing you Actually, are within sticking too, distance right now yeah I just point that thing the other way <laughs> but uh yeah you can uh, put
2: it all oh, too close <laughs>
1: Okay, next subject.
0: Oh Mike's cock. Yeah. Let's just talk about Mike's cock all night Um, long. The shaft, perhaps the head.
2: Maybe that vein that's to the left. That's probably already TMI. for. <laughs> you know, if any of them wants first-hand experience, if they've got enough interest gained at this point, just shout out to me and I'll uh, put you in touch. You know? There you we, go. We can he, make it happen. I
0: believe you are on uh, uh, Slender and Grinder or what? what is it called? There's like twins.
2: Well, that's what I wanted to do. I was thinking at some point we should get together and make a group profile for the tinder we we, got to do the social media is it gonna be our cocks like we're sword fighting or something that would be awesome well i'm not sure if they allow profanity we'd have to ask one of the experts that's been on either of those sites to see if that's that kind of thing is allowed but if it is probably list about four people at this point (laughs) right now (laughs) if it is allowed i don't see any reason i'm okay with
0: standing there I'm okay. I've I've actually had a picture of my penis taken. So
2: well, if the whole point is to get our podcast out to the masses, and you know we're already on iTunes, it's a great story by we, the way. I'll we, have to tell. We it. should we yeah. we could get on the grinder and Tinder with a group profile shot, list the podcast address, and say here this is us. No, I I, I would what, agree. What would be- just as like
1: an advertisement, you mean, or just as well?
2: A... And if anybody wants to chit chat, I'm, I'm I'm okay with talking on the social media. Every oh, every yeah. anybody who's ever commented on anything that but we what... we've put up knows that
1: I'll I'll talk back. But isn't that kind of misusing that that site for?
2: Oh, maybe just a little bit, yeah. just a little bit. But let me <laughs> let me get this straight. You want to
0: use Grinder, right? Not not the other one. What's the other one? There's Tinder and Grinder. Tinder. Okay, I don't care about a... Tinder. You want to use Grinder. But you think it's going to be misused?
2: Well, you, uh, let's take a whole pick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we could do that. I think we. Uh, ooh, we could do that. That'd be fun.
1: Well, speaking of these dating sites, I am. Um...
0: Those aren't dating sites. Those are hookup sites. Oh, they're
1: just for getting. They're together. straight hookup sites. This is not
0: eHarmony.com. dot com.
2: Yeah, I, I think I think Jeff's probably got it right to some extent. Although you know, there there there's the sister site to Grindr, which is Tinder, and, and has a female component. and I can't imagine that's about hooking up because we all know girls don't like to hook up. <laughs> oh, some some girls do. I mean, I I, I that's one thing I'm, I'm hoping
0: for our next generations that won't be so. I think I brought it up earlier, puritanical and and just so afraid of their own sexuality. And I think I think that's a problem with. Uh, women in our at least our culture i don 't know about other cultures i 'm not going to speak to other cultures, but the slut shaming and the and all of that certainly has made many of uh, women who probably would be a little more open and uh, much happier with a, uh, a a more predominant sexuality in their lives and well, I so, think that 's
2: an awesome segue, Jeff, to get into a discussion Ramsey. Anne Ramsey. Well, I think that's an awesome segue into discussing, you know, the, the what I came up with my children in regards to sexuality last mm. night. We had already jumped that's over. True. Rick's, you guys, you Rick, let your children listen. Rick to, had I've already, already six year old listen to this podcast, so, and it shocked the fuck out of all of you. Well, but well, Rick's already bowed off of his segue that we went right past. And that's it, what, well,
1: I'll be back. I'll come back.
2: You'll come back. <laughs> well, well, he came enough. back from Guantanamo. He can come back from anywhere. Damn snake.
0: This skippy. is Snake motherfucking Pliskin over here.
1: That's right.
2: So, well, last night, you know, while at the dinner table, my wife was working a double, so she wasn't at home. So it's just me and the kids. And when it's just me and the kids, I like to listen to music or our podcast, frankly. Um, so I'm, I'm listening to the last episode with Caleb. And Caleb's, uh, you know... Got uh, a, a life adventure, a sexual adventure, and he just kind of puts it all out there. And, and my son's listening. I think to Caleb it. is a sexual life adventure. You, th- that is true. I'm, I'm sure any partner of his that you ask, you know, would give you that. Same he only has one. Hey, well, he glows, you know, with this life he does adventure. He does so yeah, it was my son who asked me, and, and you know, he's nine years old, and, and you know, we've t- we've told him about gay people and he's got no problem both of them are very open you know it, it nothing shocks them so but he wanted to know how gay men make babies <laughs> and i looked at him and i thought there's a lot of paperwork involved th- th- <laughs> there is a lot of paperwork involved <laughs> <laughs> there is paperwork or surgery right but it, it suddenly occurred to me that that wasn't necessarily the qu- surgery it sorry was, go it, on it Mike. wasn't necessarily the question he was asking what he really meant to ask and my daughter could see on her face. She goes, "Gay men can't make babies, Oliver. They can have intercourse. They can have sex." Yeah. yeah. So, what he was really asking me was not how they make babies, but how is it that they have sex? So, what had occurred to me, even though we've had discussions with my son about intercourse and, and sex, it's always been in regards to making babies because he's, you know. Yeah, you no, know. That,
0: that, that makes sense. I you mean, know, it, it, That's how you explain
2: it to children, yeah. You know, I've, Absolutely. Always, I've always tried yeah. to be very open with the, the children, but I've always tried to make it age-appropriate. So when we talk about some aspects of life, you know, you talk about love and life and making babies as opposed to sex. So he hadn't really gotten into the whole aspect that sex could be fun and was for more than making babies. So Liliana said, well, you know, I think they do it. It has something to do with the anus and... <laughs> He just kind of got weird looking like, why would they do that? And that's when it occurred to me that even though we were having the discussion, it was not generally going to be age appropriate for him yet, because he obviously has not figured out that putting your penis anywhere feels awesome. Or he would have been okay with that. He would have been like, yes. Please, give it like a year or two. I It'd know. Be fine. It, it How is it's, old is he now? He's 10, right? Nine. He's not. He's, okay. n- he's nine. nine. He 10. And soon. then, you know, I was trying to have this discussion with him, but it was Liliana who kept barking up, and she goes, well, what about the mouth, Oliver? There's, there's the mouth. And, well, <laughs> I, and Oliver said, well, what would that taste like? And, <laughs> and, and, and he was a little shocked. And you said, I have one word for you, son. Yoga. Oh <laughs> well he could use yoga to figure that didn't jump into my mind from that point i was just trying to find a place where i could interject some of my own knowledge and not just let that's me one in. of the
0: thing, that's an every man yeah. thing every man has tried to suck his own cock at least once
2: oh <laughs> well, at least once but that you know how far does anybody with this belly get you know i mean i give up for like <laughs> relatively quick because you know it's not I happening i didn't mean recently but okay <laughs> <laughs> You may not have meant recently, but I've always had a big belly. Continuously. Ah, okay. So... So I was trying to in- interject with my own little things and not let Liliana tell him everything. So, yes, she brought up the mouth and she brought up the ass. I go, well, there's armpits, too, Oliver. Lily is a bit older. Yeah, there's little, armpits. Well, armpits. Some people would like to have well, sex with the armpits. armpits? Yeah. So I, uh, w- w- what became wow. painfully...
1: I, never really on- I think he covered out,
0: that uh, and it's, it feels good to stick your penis everywhere.
1: It, exactly. <laughs> I understand that, but I, I guess I've just never gone to the armpit.
0: Of course you do, Rick.
2: <laughs> you of may, course you, you do. You may have never have seen the movie I, Flirt Flirting with Disaster. You've I not, seen, no. a yes, that, that not seen a lot of movies. Yes, <laughs> that's that true. Oh. I mean, that's really the only reason I. Well, okay, maybe not the only reason. But uh, so I was trying to interject with my knowledge, but he started looking really squeamish, and it made me realize this was not. So what I'm getting at, it was okay for me to only describe sex to him in the context of making babies because he's not to the place yet in his life where he realized that your penis can be pleasurable. And while I, I did take this moment to explain to him that there are things that people do called sex that isn't necessarily for making babies, we you know, it's more intercourse and enjoying yourself. And I said, you obviously...
0: Please it, tell you, me you used the word intercourse. I
1: did. Okay. Uh, obviously he said fucking intercourse
2: but if if he fucking if, <laughs> if, intercourse if, if, if no if, just fucking lady if he if he doesn't know that a penis feels good sticking it everywhere he's not yet ready for the. the sex oh he'll learn time. no he will
0: one way or I, another i was pretty
2: sure all that time that he wants to spend in his bedroom not sleeping was taking care of business and obviously it's not because he's not become yet aware of, mm, of he does have pleasure. a ds
1: he, he does yeah not at not
2: at nine a
0: DS? Of course, he has a DS at nine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the other thing at nine. I don't think nine is. I think it's pretty. Yeah, you don't. Think it's very,
2: can... very rare. Wow. Well, maybe I was late I, maybe I'm in the rare club.
1: Wow. Okay. No, <laughs> you can shit. You
0: can. Um, you can have an erection uh, before. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, before puberty, but you cannot ejaculate before puberty is oh, what yeah, I man. believe.
2: No, that was the money shot. And I, you know, I remember getting to such an age and going, "Huh." There is a reason why this, you know, comes. Yeah, to why, end. why does
0: this do this? Why does this? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna wipe this up. But that was
2: great. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to
0: go back didn't to that moment. Tell
1: me about this.
0: I know, isn't it? I mean, it's amazing, especially uh, as a boy. I mean, as a girl, it must be even more fantastic if they weren't so slut shamed and or <laughs> in our fucking society, but. It must be more fantastic because, I mean, talk about, wow, they can do the multiple thing, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, that's pretty awesome.
2: I can do multiples. You can? I don't have any refractory period. <laughs>
1: no. Wow, somebody listened to Caleb on the last episode. I did. I, I jumped
2: out. But you, you know what I thought was, I think he just tried harder. You know, the, the cutest moment of this discussion, just to wrap it up, was— was the fact that he listened to the part where Caleb, I was asking about the morning sex if you go back to bed and you have sex and you fall back to sleep and you wake up and mm-hmm. can you do it again and refractory, period. The cutest part of the whole conversation was, was Oliver. The mo- The thing that bothered him the most was... Dad, how could shaking, how could doing this, and when I say this, he would—he stood up out of the chair at, at the dinner table and shook his hips a little <laughs> bit. How could that make you so tired you want to go to sleep? <laughs> how could being a dancer make you? <laughs> <laughs> well, because I feel, it's fabulous. Well, I, 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 I had to explain to him that you thrust your hips, yes, exactly like that, Oliver. You're going to thrust your hips like that. But, you know, there might be a little Liliana piped up. You do more than that during intercourse, Oliver. It's not just that. And I go, yes, Liliana, you're very true. But, you know, look, if, even if it is just thrusting the hips, do that for an hour and you're going to be a little bit sleepy. Sure.
0: Okay, your kids need to get to with my kid and they need to have a podcast because that would be the most adorable <laughs> oh, fucked up shit hilarious. on the internet.
1: That's who we need filling in for us. Just have one episode where one of our kids. Fills no, in no, before. all
0: of them. That'd be That's going to be just one episode where all the kids
1: oh get together. My God, that would be awesome! And we talk about that. their stuff. <laughs> we should do. Well, that.
2: Liliana and Oliver have already recorded Minecraft podcast episode number one that hasn't gone public yet, wow. but they did record it.
0: I'll listen to it.
2: My daughter will listen to it. Okay. Well, I'll have to get. She'll put them. it
0: on in the back. That's what she does. She she she'll go on YouTube, go to Venturian or whatever the guy's name is, and play one of his his little playthroughs of whatever. And then she'll just sit and play Minecraft while she's listening to that.
1: So, do, do, do your kids listen to watch like playthroughs of video games? All the time. And what I don't get it. That? I
0: don't it's get the that new television,
2: man. You may not get it. That's because you're an angry old man.
0: I don't.
2: For I hours am, on end? I am like. It's like you you puzzled. could be playing the game. Why are you watching
0: yeah. somebody else play the game? See, that's that. where my daughter trumps that and just goes ahead and plays the game while she's listening. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. She's on a different level, apparently. She is she on a
0: different that level. Girl. That girl can have... Not only does she do that... Yeah. Seriously, this is I've seen her do this. Mm-hmm. She will have something, a YouTube video going on in the background while it's talking. She'll be playing Minecraft okay. or Left 4 Dead or whatever she's playing. Yeah. She'll be playing that and the TV is, of course, right here for her. So mm-hmm. she'll be watching...
1: Oh, God, yeah. And she'll yeah. have
0: just, like, three interactions going on, and she
1: will know everything that happened in all three things. Yeah, that's what it's Mason, like, oh, Mason, you're amazing. Mason, Mason does wish that. I could he, do that. He got annoyed that I came in and grabbed the iPad from him, you know, because he had it right in front of him while he was playing a game on the Xbox. I'm you like, you well, know, how can that's he because he had on? to
2: do some playthroughs, man. I guess. Well, I'm you not. know what? You know what the danger
1: is about player, all this so, is. Fuck you.
2: <laughs> you. You sit here and you guys are talking about how good your kids are at multitasking. They can watch the videos and play the Minecraft. How right. come they can't pick up their goddamn laundry at the same time or scrub <laughs> the floor? Wash the dishes while you play Minecraft, motherfucker. Okay. okay. That's okay. what we need to do. Here's cool the thing. What, video about Mike, here's the thing. What's more
0: fun? Going home and cooking dinner for your family or recording this
2: podcast? Um, recording this podcast. Ta-da!
0: You just figured out your yeah, your children shit. That I did because did I enjoy. I, I do much. enjoy
2: making dinner he for knows. my family. I enjoy
0: making dinner too, but uh, this is much more fun. than And making I
2: dinner. I started making dinner for my family at my daughter's age, so you know this. Mm. That's where that's coming from. Well, so, you
0: are you, you you're cool. a you're a foodie from way back. You were a foodie before I could even relatively even call myself a foodie. I just liked beer. Is really all yeah. I liked. And uh, I used to eat uh, Haganese, so on a oh. regular fucking basis. Sir, go fuck yes. yourself. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> shit. And when I was single, that's pretty much all I ate. Me and Dave, that's all we ate was Haganese. It was
1: like, who's picking up the Haganese tonight and who's picking up the beer? Okay. For those of you not in Bellingham, like those of you who might be in Iraq, which I know, I'm pretty sure there's no Hagan's in, in Iraq. Are you sure? There was a Dave yeah. in Iraq.
0: Dave <laughs> okay. went to Iraq
1: Oh, okay For a little while And then he
0: came back yeah. And then yeah. he went to, Straight to Sweden Because it's right. The best country in the world Probably like One of the northern countries Like that Sweden, Norway, Finland
2: Finland's pretty fucking awesome yeah. Have you seen their internet? Pff, fucking amazing No, you're right I looked at that graph Where, you know All across the world Who's got the best internet? They were right up yep. there wow.
0: Finland Sweden And Norway Have but, uh, fucking The most incredible Well, when you got A
2: population of ten You go all out <laughs>
0: Well, also when your 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 uh, uh, what is it your your what's the the, the wage yeah. the 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 minimum wage is like twenty three dollars an hour.
1: Oh wow!
0: It like gets yeah. better at twenty three dollars an you know, hour.
1: Seventy percent of it goes away in taxes,
0: right? <laughs> not seventy. It's it's, it's like 80. forty or fifty. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's, it's, n- it's no a lot it, it, it's not it is much not seventy is or eighty. Yeah, but yes, it is a lot.
1: Yeah. yeah. We're well, both, you guys are exaggerating, but yes, now that, a lot. Now that we're done talking about fucking, or explaining fucking to kids. <laughs> what about uh, cock sucking? How would those kids go well, about getting a date? How about how, that? How would they go about getting a date? Good good, good question, Mike. They might go to a site like OkCupid, okay which, by the way, is, is what funny. What the but, fuck is this OkCupid okay thing? You're the only he, one that brought this up. It. No, Mike actually explained it to us. How would episode. I know anything about OkCupid? Okay oh, you
0: <laughs> oh yes, you did explain so OK friend, Cupid, but I stopped caring about three sentences in, so <laughs> go ahead. A friend of mine
1: pointed out a, a, a
0: uh uh profile.
1: Someone's profile on Okay yeah, Cupid. Someone and, um, uh, was uh, is it it's a friend of mine in Canada. I should Kenda, I, I, I guess I can give her first name which is Elisa. He's got a sexy belly. I've seen her on your Facebook before. Or she yeah, yeah. is that a girl? Is she, yes. Is, is she on uh, OKCupid okay or, yeah, okay or? Yeah. Is she on OKCupid okay or does she have a friend on OKCupid? Okay I believe met she's guy's name Lucy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think she's on it. Um she's she's on there. She's always posting like little like uh comments about other people's like profiles. Creepy things that guys put on OKCupid. Okay,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna rewind the conversation. I yes. apologize. Um, what exactly is
1: OKCupid? You're on OKCupid? No, I'm not on it. Uh, this friend, girl
0: that you know is on OKCupid. Yeah, a friend of
1: mine on Facebook is on it, and she she just posts funny things that she finds on. Uh, it's, it's like a dating site, I guess. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, but wait, she that, posts, that makes sense. She posts that on Facebook. Yeah, she posts people's like excerpts from. Places. Oh,
0: I bet they're linked. I bet maybe OKCupid and Facebook are linked somehow. Well, mm-hmm. she'll she'll
1: post links Wait, to people's stuff. If you
2: post on Twitter, it'll show up on Friend Face. That's kind of rude, I think. To be honest
1: with you, well, they're public. I was able to go to it and see this. This is a, this guy. Well, I bet they're public recently. if you want them to be. You can go
2: to OK. Yeah. Can you scroll down? Down? No, up, up.
0: Sorry, oh. I apologize. Up. I just. That's all we can see of her is her belly and no, not her boobs. No, boots. this is a guy
1: that she posted a link to his. I thought uh, that was a guy's belly. I was right profile. the
2: whole fucking time. I knew his, his name is. Belly.
1: I guess I can give his name since it's a public profile, right? I mean, I don't know well, how I, I guess word. Just do it. Stop being his, such a pussy. It's race car deified. And Trust me, I've already Hamilton. talked to Greg Proops about this shit, and you're uh, okay. wrong. Uh, no, I'm not. He's uh, he lives in Hamilton, Ontario. Why is she cruising guys in Hamilton when she's local? No, she lives in Canada. No, she's a, he just said she was Canadian. She used to live here, then she moved to California, and then she's in Canada now. Is she in Ontario or, like, B.C.? Um, she's in Toronto, I think. Oh, okay. Now it makes sense. I thought yeah. she was, like, like a B.C. I but she posted this guy's, this guy's profile, and I thought, this is pretty damn brilliant. And I, I thought, I, I want to read some of it. I know reading on a podcast or a radio show is considered death because what i just read the thing. intro did that sound right yeah that's true but l- uh, let me read some of this guy's summary because what? it's really funny if if one of our viewers wanted to
2: look up the profile and kind of read along with you where would
1: they go race car deified that's his name it's all one word what is what does deified mean As exactly. a race car I kept, I kept reading yeah yeah it as race card as so i thought he was saying race cardified changed lanes i don't know what that means so here's here's his self-summary okay okay i'll, I'll just read it um Look, just fuck me, for Christ's sake. Why do we have to write this goddamn essay like I'm applying for college? Why don't we just admit that this we- that this is what this website is for? You're not going to meet your husband on here. You're going to meet your husband at work where you're forced to be around him without an agenda. You two will slowly grow on one another. That's how relationships happen. Me, you're going to let me buy you a couple of cheap wines and wake up groggy in the morning with my boner grinding your butt crack. <laughs> we will make a half-hearted plan to meet up at some art show. Whichever one of us is better looking will flake. And we will never speak again. Why do we? Why do we do this fucking kabuki dance? And he says this website is not for fucking, but you can't fuck unless you say you're not interested in fucking. Look at me saying just friends up there. Do you believe that crock of shit for one second? You have to pretend to like the same music, or the worst of us, ha- or or the worst of us have to talk about passion, career, ambition, blah blah blah. Well, look, your music sucks, and shut the fuck up about David Sedaris. But it doesn't mean we shouldn't have a warm body to hold onto for a couple of drunken nights. I'll even cook you a chicken. <laughs> that guy is snarky. Yeah, I know. and then at the end, I like says, the guy. I like the guy. I do too. I read this and I thought this guy. If he is wants brilliant. a
2: date, you know, he could reach out to us when we put our profiles. Up All right. On. <laughs>
1: Well, right. I'm sorry. Where is he from? Ontario. Uh, he's from Hamilton. Hamilton, or? Ontario. Hamilton. Yeah. Ontario. Yeah.
0: I'm getting Canada. to know uh, Canada very well for some yeah. reason. I'm not sure why. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's because of a movie we just watched. Could be.
1: <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll
0: bring up that. the movie here uh, toward the end. We still
1: got twenty minutes of uh, our subjects actually left yeah. here.
0: Yeah. But so. Anyway,
1: the guy I thought it was a pretty funny thing, and he talks about his apartment coming over, and he's like, he's like, uh, my Netflix is queued up to "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia," which you you will find charming. It's uh, it's actually because there's a girl that comes over three nights a week who won't who won't sleep with me, and that's her favorite show. But I'm not going to tell you about that. So go back and unread that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has an edit at the end that says, "Edit! I finally nailed that chick I told you to forget about in the last paragraph." <laughs> I don't wow. know. I, think was, I thought that was pretty funny. Okay. Well, what I'd you like know? To-
0: what he's snarky, funny, and kind of grody at yeah. the same time. It's just kind of this. Yeah, no. Well, whoever no. he is, I, he's. Uh, I'm he's not even sure. It, it's funny because yeah, okay. right up to probably the part where of Sonny in Philadelphia, I would have slept with him. <laughs> but it's after that. Oh, it was yeah, like I want to bang this girl, and I'm just watching this show to bang her. Yeah. I'm like, okay, no, oh, you just oh, became oh, oh, oh. utterly pathetic. Well, you're lucky utterly because pathetic.
1: he's actually listed as bisexual. Excellent. Yeah, there awesome. you go for You might you. have a shot at him,
0: Jeff. Do you like bears uh, Ricardo Montbon number four
1: <laughs> well I have a what's his, of his name uh, what's his name again uh, race car deified well, Racecar car Yaya yeah, yeah. are uh, you you, uh, you know I, you think, up for a I bear? think
2: we've got a couple of reasons here to reach out and contact the person we've got somebody who's interested but my oh my, absolutely my question what I'd ask to him is how much poon are you pulling with that because me if, if Jeff's gonna get laid off of you. And, and it was it was a great profile in my mind. So I'm I'm just wondering, is that the right road to take? If if a person's on OK Cupid, you just put it out there. Let's just be honest. Yeah.
1: But you. But now we're talking about. We were talking about these other sites that are for that specifically, for just getting together and, right. and hooking up, right? So mm-hmm. why would Grinder and Tinder? Yeah. Yeah, So he'd probably be better off going. Not going that
2: well, route, right? uh, you know that, and that that goes back to his bisexuality. Uh, and did did you do a look on Tinder or Grinder and see if he had a profile there as well?
1: No, I don't even know what those are. Or uh, until now. It,
2: well, until now. <laughs> well. You know what I would what I would suggest is he's probably got a profile there as well, and he's you know yeah. if if he slants more towards the male on male action, he's probably getting everything he wants off of Tinder and doesn't need to hit like a site like OkCupid okay where, you know, I think OkCupid, okay um, not that I know anything okay. about it, is probably geared more towards like female male relationships. You know
1: uh, yeah. what what people like to call straight, but why is that straight? Everybody's twisted so in some form. How is OkCupid okay different from like eHarmony?
2: Well, I I well, I'm not sure why you're asking me. I must be the well, expert, I just, but you seem to know. <laughs> I, I I don't think it has a, a lot of difference actually, except for Eharmony is a, a paid for site primarily. Oh, okay. so so, 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 so you're, you're going to find people. So, okay, who, Cupid not paid for. Is that, well, there's is a there, there's sure? a paid for aspect. Why do I know this? There's a paid for aspect <laughs> and a free aspect. So <laughs> I'm going to so interview the shit well, right K- out of
1: doesn't have the creepy cult leader guy doing the commercials for him, right? Right, exactly. <laughs>
2: okay. But but uh, you know,
1: sometimes hair club for men.
2: sometimes you know the investment <laughs> that somebody's put into a product. You go, okay, if they've put money into this product, then you yeah. know they're serious about it. If right. if they just sign up and it's a free website, maybe they're not so serious. So right. that might be the difference between the two. Sure, um, I I don't know if I'd know. I wouldn't know as far as this profile is concerned. Right here, yeah. right. I don't think they would be accepted on
0: uh, eHarmony. But one of my favorite. Uh, you remember when yeah, uh, right. back in the day. Back in the day. It was like a year ago. Um, <laughs>
1: Way back a year ago.
0: Remember back in aught four. Um, <laughs> they were doing a whole bunch of those inspirational poster things. One of them was like uh, epic relationship fail or something like that. I don't remember what the title was. But it was an E Harmony thing. eHarmony uh, simply requests or, or turns you down because uh, my cock. Is not what you should find in a woman, <laughs> <laughs> or find attractive in a woman, or something like that. It was yeah. it was a hilarious little you know silliness. Obviously, somebody was fucking around with
1: yeah E Harmony. They spent oh. money to do so, but the old man. The jokes we were just doing about being old men. Um, do you, were you, are either one of you Soundgarden fans? Absolutely. Yeah. Did you realize that um that uh, oh what's the album name Super Unknown is twenty years old now? Yes,
2: I seen the post. Oh I, my God, which one's man. Super Unknown? What songs are on it? Uh, Spoonman
1: uh, That's
2: kind of like When they were not so good But before that They were awesome That was, was an album I don't know man Superman Oh you're like one, of you one of those Are you one of
0: those It's like uh, Oh they became popular So they're not good anymore Yeah man. They, they lost
2: it so So Well out. you know They lost a little bit Of the punk edge You know There was a little less Screaming and a little I, More harmony I think they got
1: better I think they got better I think I think, I think uh, uh,
0: What's his name What's his name The guy singer Cornell. Chris Cornell Yeah was able to show his voice the man has the voice of a fucking angel yes but he was an
2: angel i should say he's
0: probably smoked enough cigarettes by this point even
2: more so when he's like i know what to do i want to fuck you over and over and over again for four minutes that what song is that
1: oh oh Oh, yeah uh is it the big dumb yeah, sex song? Yeah, exactly. But big dumb sex song. I've heard. Song. I've heard. I have that album, but I haven't listened to it much because it never really. That's came to me.
2: that's where you get the emotion, the rawness in the song. By the time they get to Super Unknown, it's like so
1: watered down and oh, contrite. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I think they had honed all of all of their. I think all of them as a band had honed the, everything that they were doing, and it sort of peaked at that point. Like they were, they were like so on point with everything that they were doing the guitar playing the drummer is amazing he's probably the second best drummer in rock welcome to the 90s boys and girls i, I might yeah.
2: say he was number one but
1: um he's up uh, there it's hard it's always hard with rock and roll to look at that and not look at neil Peart as the uh the the
2: absolute the absolute number one yeah but he's
1: so good it's almost like you just want to not even count he said he's, a, he's
2: a tiger woods yeah.
1: yeah he's just way out there but um yeah, I mean the guitar, the songwriting, the lyrics, the lyrics. I I, I love Neil that Pert so much. from Rush. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like
2: he is number one. A, yeah, I but mean, but, he, but but he doesn't play in the same realm as everybody else. So I know, I do you know, just I know. discount him right away. Yeah, just throw. He him is out.
0: on the second plane of existence, <laughs> the one where candy pussy
2: and like marijuana
0: a... <laughs> flow freely
2: you know it's like comparing God to George Bush you know one of them you, you don't compare them together cops
0: tickle your face while you smoke the just wonderful Chiba
1: and you hear a drum solo an endless drum solo with mm-hmm. lasers mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah it anyway just, I, I thought I that thought was kind of kind of crazy I I had a hard time believing. It. and what's weird is that, that album came back I've been listening to that album be- actually before I heard that news mm-hmm because a friend of mine in uh, in Canada, again, I guess Canada is our theme for this episode. Um, he wanted a copy of that, and so a. I gave it to him. And then I was I was like, oh, I haven't listened. To this does it time, does so it still play as thing. well a. as it
2: did? Like like the thing the yeah, thing I always loved about
1: the Pixies is
2: you can go to the Pixies now and their albums late eighties. Yeah, uh, one of them with early nineties, late eighties, early nineties. But mm-hmm. you listen to it, and it still fits in. It still feels like today's music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's because today's music are still trying to do that.
1: They're still trying to do the Pixies. They haven't figured it out yet. Oh my God, we just became old men right on the podcast, right there. All these, all these new I, I, bands I, are just trying to do what our bands were doing. You know, I had
2: I had Soundgarden actually cranked up at the gym last night. And I'm listening yeah. to Soundgarden. Somebody comes in and they put on the friggin' radio, which means they didn't want to listen to my Soundgarden. I said, "Fuck you, asshole." <laughs> But you know, I'm I'm listening to the the Soundgarden's a little bit older, and 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 you know, it's the "I Want to Fuck You" song, so I get it. Okay, yeah. so I turn it down. But in in my mind, I go, I don't know if this, I I don't know if those albums play as well now as they did back then. I don't know if they're as timeless. I'm... Super Unknown might be a little more timeless in that the skill level had come up to the point where they would they would fit in with technically very skilled musicians. Yeah.
1: No, All I right. had no problem listening to any of it. There's no point where I felt I'm like gonna, it was dated or, or, you know, embarrassing. I just you want know? to disrupt your conversation okay. for a moment to see if this works. Disrupt Hold on, listen, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, that's
2: the beer plus three equivalent of taking a bong rip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, was, it was. Uh, I think that uh, growler just climaxed. Go right? ahead
0: plus. and uh, continue with your mid '90s speak.
1: Um. Anyway, yeah, I don't. I don't think the album. I, I can listen to like Judas Priest and Iron Maiden, and I'm a little embarrassed. Like I'll roll up the windows. You're from
0: Aberdeen, so that like, counts.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that counts as I music. Want, I don't want people knowing that I'm listening to it or um, my my guilty ace is high. My guiltiest ace is pleasure. high. I crank at the gym. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good song. My guiltiest pleasure is uh, is Rat. And I'm oh, almost yeah. embarrassed. Well, I, I I can't give them up. I mean, all the other hair bands, I'm, I'm like, I have no interest in listening to any of that shit again. But Rat, I don't know what it is. They're... Well, well, Rat's good. They're good. I, yeah, come on. It, but no docking no, no Dio. Oh no, I've actually. Tra- oh Dio. no, Dio's okay. Dio's okay. Yeah, I can. I can handle. It. No, I'm talking about like the hairband right. stuff that was really popular for for a while was, in the late. Was Dio days. not ha- a hairband? Not really. He was kind of no. a little bit more. He was kind of in the middle. He, he was a of, little middle. He was kind of a little a of a bit 70s. Hair, He was a little 70s, bit 70s hardcore.
0: Seventies kind of rock. That's what that, Donnie he, was, and he Marini, was. He was not Donnie,
1: Motorhead. Donnie and Rainy to do a. I'm a little bit hairband, and I'm a little bit hardcore rock. You're <laughs> <Good> fired. <laughs> <laughs> I have, for a third time on this podcast, been fired by Jeff. Sorry, but that, that's you okay, song. you know. If,
2: if you're gonna if you're gonna start singing for us, I'm all for it. You I sure know how to pour a beer with head, wow, sir. Look at that. Yeah. And we're we're moving on to our second uh, wander brew tonight. Yeah. And uh, ooh, ooh, ooh! Jeff's uh... it's so much head he had to swallow,
1: <laughs> and he still and,
2: and but saved <sighs> miraculously. Wow.
0: It just came a little bit. I apologize for
2: the stain on the floor. That almost looks like the same color as our first beer, but I can see that the texture is completely yeah, it different. Does, mm, yeah,
1: it is. Has a, uh, it looks like root beer. Well, yeah, because co- <laughs> the cut I don't know why that annoys Jeff so much, but it does. So it's yeah. kind of it's kind of making. I me think happy. what he's trying to say is go fuck yourself. Mmm, <laughs> root beer. Oh, it looks like diet root beer.
2: <laughs> and, and and but look at that! Look at Rick, the foam on that later, in the
0: head when you're asleep. Yes. Yes, that asleep.
1: Yes, you'll hear a
0: slight movement in your room. Okay, and then a pressure, slightly <laughs> on your colon. <laughs> that will be me, sir. I, I would be pleasuring myself with you.
1: I don't think that's my wife is going to be laying next to me. and I'm pretty sure she's going to wake up and disapprove in a very big way.
2: From what I understand, she well, she's pretty. Well, she's dialing nine one one.
1: She sleeps pretty light.
2: There's nothing like waking up to a shaking bed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, for those of you who...
2: Generally, come. that's my six-year-old jumping
0: up and down, exactly. up and down, up
2: and down. The Jeez children come in, way. they're like, wake up!
0: Papa, I don't want to be alone. Come Ooh. come, hang out with me. Come play with me. You no, like it's, it's really, in translation, what that means is come watch me play video games. So what is this beer? What is this beer we just bought? Well,
2: what was that, that face, though?
1: I don't know if I like it.
0: Oh, I, I oh this is oh a good beer. Oh my God, this, is, this a... is the Bellinghammer. The Bellinghammer. You have to say, no, 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 no. You have to the Bellinghammer <laughs> in a world <laughs> where beer is king. <laughs> Only one, one potable, potable liquid can reign, and that is Bellinghammer. Bellinghammer.
1: Is this a wonder? The hammer is my penis. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Thank you for the Cliffs notes. Though we can hey, do you, I, I, you yeah, I'm sorry, but
0: you haven't seen uh, uh, that's actually from
1: yeah.
0: um, Dr. Horrible sing along blog. If you have not watched that,
1: watched some of it,
0: you need to watched go back blog. and watch it because it's fucking brilliant and yeah. hilarious. Yeah. No, it's genius. Uh, by the way, Mike went to do- Duncan Trussell, so we're going to continue our podcast. By the way, I'm enjoying this beer. I don't know about you. Um, Did you not cleanse your palate? I'm not crazy about it. You need to go cleanse
1: your palate. Come back. I will cleanse my palate. How do you suggest I do that? Um. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on. I should not have been to
0: this. Uh, I no, just go drink, go drink some water, water. Swish it oh, around. <laughs> swish. You okay. swish it around, and then yeah. you just come back, and you wait a while. You wait a little bit before you start drinking. It has that... I
1: don't think it's going to help because it's got that taste to it that I don't like in a lot of them. Like,
0: Would you describe this taste as wang?
1: <laughs> it's, wang-ish. <laughs> it's Wangish. It's wang-ish. It's wang It's wang um, I like it. I like it a lot. I will actually take your advice though so and get up and go. Yeah, you
0: go cleanse the palate and come cleanse back. Like Mike just did. He went
2: to the bathroom. I, I, I cleansed like my palate in the cleansed, bathroom? Cleansed. <laughs> cleansed I'm palate. not sure what I was doing in there. <laughs> now I know. But
0: nonetheless, I love how he gets out. you know he's from Aberdeen when he gets out the Mason jar to cleanse his palate.
1: Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> These were purchased this way. They're not just Well, they got the
2: little cute handle on them like they're country kind of uh, you know, yeah. emphasis on the cunt.
1: <laughs> it's supposed to look rustic.
2: Yeah. With okay. with a handle that somebody put. Wait, was they there were a lid that way? Was there a lid? There was never a lid on that jar. <laughs> jar
1: with a quote mark He tried to gurgle now, but almost choked yes, the shit yes. out of himself I am now officially the first person to gargle on this podcast Okay, okay. I have cleansed my, my palate
0: The yes. wee heavy? I'm the first one to sneak into your room in the middle of the night and fuck you in the ass <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs>
1: Maybe not
0: <I> <laughs> Don't worry, the mics will be there
2: <laughs> Which mic?
0: Perhaps, a, well Zamora. Yeah. It's got that taste. Somebody's oh. got to hold the camera. What is this again? It's the Wonder What? Uh, this is the We Heavy, the uh, Bellinghammer. Okay. It's a scotch ale.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, if you don't like scotch ales, and for me, scotch ales are one of those things that it's hit or miss. Um, some scotch ales are the most disgusting things on the planet yeah. for me. And then others, like this one Silver City. Silver City is amazing. Um, I think I mentioned it last week uh, in either of the podcasts, because apparently there's a whole missing episode of That we have recovered. Uh, Yes, we have recovered uh, the Lost Caleb episode, but uh, also uh, the North Fork makes a great Scotch Ale.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know that I've had theirs yet. Um, Also, I do enjoy, I must admit, uh, one of the only ones I enjoy, that's not true, I've enjoyed some of the other beers they've made, but Boundary Bay.
2: That's the only one I'll drink from. Boundary is it Scotch? Yeah,
0: yeah. They make a decent. Uh, uh, what do you call that? Uh, the really dark one, stout. They make a good stout.
2: The the, the imperial stout. imperial stout. Today? Yeah, their yeah.
0: imperial is good. They've they've made some specialty stuff. Me is, and Lucas I mean, drank
2: have. that all night long, listening to the Misfits cover band in their Halloween night, maybe three four years ago. Nice. <laughs> You did some bonding with the Lucas. Huh? Lucas, please. Lucas was always come out with me downtown. Yeah, we, he's had, a good we had man. we he's had we had several man. nights. Uh, yeah, so that that was a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, I'm really digging the Scotch. I mean, the one thing I would say about it, it, and it's surprising, it is that it's so thin, yet it still has that scotchy feel to it. You know, the the, the body
0: is pretty light. That, I think that's one of the things I enjoy about the North Fork Scotch. It really has that body. Mm-hmm. It's not like the, it's thin quite as this. Um, but it still has that body and the and the flavor, mm-hmm. and it's just oh, it's amazing. That's how I like and, my bodies with a lot of flavor. Uh, who doesn't? <laughs> if it doesn't taste like a little bit of salt, a little bit of sex, and lots of sweat, oh, what do you want in
2: life? Well, you want one knee here behind one ear, another knee behind the other ear, and lots of flavor. You damn straight. You're damn Absolutely, straight. no one's arguing. You want to choke on the tip a little bit? Oh jeez. It hits, <laughs> what's that little thing in the back of your throat, the little thing that uvula. hangs Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the uvula, knocks that around a little bit. Yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. what you're like looking punching for. Punching bag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's,
0: well, it's a labia or whatever you want. And if whatever some, it's called.
2: And if somebody's knocking at your colon, who cares? <laughs> knock, knock, knock.
1: <laughs> I can't even do it. God damn it. We're gonna but get all knocking on Colin's chair. door. The question is: Would this beer taste Hi. better in a can?
0: Would that beer taste better in a can? Yeah. Ooh, look who's the king of segways. I know. I'm just I know. You. You've <laughs> taken the mantle. Let me just remove that thing from Mike's I head, and I'll just gently place it on no, yours. No, no, no. no.
1: I, I that was. I just saw. A, I believe there's a man
0: in a robe with a, robe with a giant swinging like <laughs> thing that smokes a lot. <laughs>
2: right behind you. The mantle has moved, I, I, but I will gladly give it back to Mike cause he's like, he's Well, saying, no, if you're giving you're it back segue to me. was beautiful. If, if um, you if you're giving it back to me, I'm going to say no. I, I I'd say no. Okay. Beer tastes better in a can. No
0: beer tastes better
2: in um, a can. I, I, I cans are uh, no. Yeah. No. Um, nothing
0: is going to be Of course I'm spoiled. I'm from Whatcom County. I live lived close enough to uh, the north fork to be buying growlers for years now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I am horribly spoiled.
1: Well that's the the uh, I guess we should say that uh, this this comes up as a result of an NPR article that ran just recently about mm-hmm. how a lot of breweries are are returning to cans. If somebody who is like
2: our media person would probably be wise to share that article out on Facebook. And oh, he did. did he did. No, he shared that. it. Somebody yeah. shared it because I had it cued. I read the article,
0: but I had it cued to hmm. listen to it, and I never did because I got caught up with it. You're yeah. a douchebag. I know.
1: Work. Fucking work. I, I, my theory is it's cheaper. I don't know if it's cheaper to do cans or, or bottles. That
2: That was my theory because yeah. I can't. I can't picture it tasting any any better just because it comes out of a can. The only other thing was, you know, like shipping is easier. Cans are probably cheaper to produce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The article went so far as to say that it's easier to bottle in cans and cheaper to bottle in cans. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. But no, okay. you're right. I said it backwards. It's more expensive to bottle in cans. But the long-term gains that you're going to so you, get in shipping are going means, to be better. He means the packaging gains.
1: Right? Thank, so thank you. Thank you.: yeah, Somebody who confused knows English with the verb.): <laughs> Sorry. I'm sorry, I, I did have ESL class when I was in elementary. Uh, we, yeah, I, I understand that. Um, but what confused me about the article about the NPR article is that they say there's a cool factor to it, and they talk about hipsters being into it as if that's something we all want to aspire to. To be oh, a hipster, yeah. No. One of them says uh, people just like it because it's it's cool with the, with hipsters, and so everybody wants to do that. And I'm mm. thinking that's like the last thing I want to do. I mean, I don't think hipsters not...
2: want to walk around with a can of Fremont. All they're interested in is maybe an Oli or a PBR. Yeah, yeah, and maybe an Oli.
1: Yeah, and I don't. I'm I'm not going to form my opinions based on what hipsters like or don't like. It's just it's irrelevant to me. I don't understand. I'm out of I mean, that age weird. group. Yeah, I think. So. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe we're. Yeah, maybe that's maybe. I, I have
0: been people. accused of being a hipster not since I grew the beard. Yeah, which it didn't take much. I just had to hold still long enough. But <laughs> but nonetheless, I I don't. I, I I have been accused of being a hipster, probably from other hipsters only because of the things i'm into and i remember you know you know how you get those stupid quizzes and shit on friendface mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. and i have some friends that are so super hipster and really strive to be hipster yeah um and they're in their you know late 30s early 40s. Whatever. I would I would
2: say that it's my belief that some of us are proto hipster like you know we are kind of proto. Or- <laughs> we <laughs> crawled from the
0: ooze that hipsters come from. Well, we that... crawled
1: from the PBR ooze. Well it, it, it could vary. Hey, I
0: used to get pit- pictures of PBR
2: at rumors for Ooh. 2 bucks a picture. Ooh. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying some of us might have been hipsterish before there were hipsters and that maybe some of the hipsters come out of us. I I don't know how many Offspring I've ever made. Let's hope they don't come saying, in us. Are you
1: saying that you've given birth to hipsters?
2: <laughs> well, let's see how long hipsters stick around. It. If my kids start drinking PBR, yeah. I'm gonna put them out of there and my own misery. There
0: is there is a video online. Um, I can't remember the, uh, the the exact team that does it, and the, that team is hilarious. I wish I could remember you. Know, I apologize.
2: Fafa and I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and it's
0: the evolution of the hipster, and yeah. it's absolutely genius, mm. absolutely genius. It I starts with up. it starts with um, the uh, what are the the beatniks? It starts with the beatniks, right. and then it goes to through the beatniks to the hippies, but, yeah, and then the hippies become uh, uh, posers, and then their children <laughs> become hipsters. It's like this weird kind of conglomera- me, wow. conglomeration of like 80s fucking you know cheesy shirt wearing it's almost like hipsters come from a nostalgia that they don't understand
1: yeah 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 you know what i mean That's so it, i, it, I find it i find a hilarious epic battle i would love to see like a chart the charts like the the average iq of all those groups that you just listed because i'm betting it's a it's a steady downward you know, you start with the beatniks.
0: I believe marijuana was much involved in that downward spiral. <laughs> so it, it's it's true. I mean, come on. I mean, well, the, when, when it, when, by the time you get from uh, what, what did I say? The the beatniks from the '40s and '50s. Yeah. Uh, that generation. Yeah. Of people who tried to really expand their mind, open their mind. There were, I'm sure there was a lot of idiotic motherfuckers in there. Yeah. But at the same time, there was a lot of great books, poetry, That's, and and some right. wonderful music that kind of came
1: from that scene. I was going to say, there was an intellectual and artistic and cultural component to that. Oh, absolutely. On. But I believe, I, think, I believe that that same component can be found in hippies as well. Um. Okay, yeah, but... Little, okay, yeah, but... Well, no, 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 I'm saying that's, have that's my Have you seen point. hair? That's no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of full frontal nudity in that. I'm of course s- I've seen hair. I'm saying that um, but, uh,
1: you could chart that, and I think from the beatniks to the hippies, you would have a decrease in an interest in that. You know what I mean? It's just as you go. Uh, not I think...
0: necessarily. I think it's just it's not so much different. I think uh, it's not so much a decrease as it is simply different. Because if you look at the, the 60s hippie generation, it stems from uh, a lot of wonderful... Uh, and I don't know, maybe you guys fucking hate the music... But uh, a lot of folk music Simon and Garfunkel no, Stuff that's really a... super Proto-American Rock and roll If Frick won't hate oh, it I'll hate it for no, him No, no
1: That's actually my favorite thing From the 60s I don't like, like The music example... is genius And it's brilliant I do not There's much
0: poetry There's yeah. a lot of Really good books Written during that time yeah. And it really birthed The uh, the sexual revolution and And the feminist revolution It really It gave birth to that mm-hmm. So you can't good things come out of all of these things. And it doesn't necessarily, just because it's a different generation, doesn't mean they're smarter, per se. It just means they're a little bit different in the way they do things. And I would say that the hip, hippie yeah. in the 60s was much more popular.
1: What gets me the about other, the 60s so. and the hippies, and again, we're talking about like a whole... Aside, a whole you can hide like money from them under a soap. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know about that. <laughs> but what um what... what Personally, pisses me off about it is the way that they're they're the whole the whole era is romanticized and built up into something oh, much bigger than every, every era, era is romanticized. But that really that generation is was really good at making themselves out to be like the saviors of the planet. Have you heard and of
2: baby boomers? Yeah, because well, they're the dickheads that they, fucked up that's the everything same that's happening yeah, right yeah. now. They still haven't given it up though. Those same people who think that they changed the world still today think that they changed the world. Yeah. And, and I'd like to sometimes I just you know, know who really changed but, the
1: world from the 60s computer geeks yeah yeah you look at you trace their history it's like they they did the you know the networking that started in the 60s with computers mm-hmm. and the, the internet I, started in the late 60s uh, that, oh absolutely that's, I that's, would 100% that
0: agree that yeah. yes technology from 19 the 1940s on it, was and absolutely it, fucking just amazing and incredible and they, they it it just blew up yeah. It really did blow up as as much as if people look back it took forever to do that. No, it didn't. It actually no, yeah, it no, actually really, expanded yeah. exponentially. I mean, this thing just went on and on. But I'm sorry, I'm going back to what I originally said. The hippie movement is is one of the things that spawned the sexual revolution mm-hmm. and feminism. And those are both incredibly positive things in our culture.
2: I think the internet could have given us those things without the hippies.
0: Um. Well, at least you wouldn't be able to smell the hippies through the internet. Or <laughs> exactly, but that's beside the point. But no, I and I will stick
1: by that movement because of one that. point, Rick. One <laughs> point, Rick. There you go. Well, I I will say the hippies, you know, may have averted the end of the world. They did not. Have you guys, have did you seen, avert have you guys seen any good movies lately about the end of the world?
2: <laughs> uh, you know, I recently saw really? a movie about the end of the world, <laughs> and, and what surprised me most about the end of the world is Say. those 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 guys who were just don't want to admit that I'm right. <laughs> It was the computers that made sure that the gas was able to be delivered up until those final two minutes. Yeah, that's, I love that that's character. True. That was one of my favorite
0: characters. Should we? I movie. guess. All right, right hold on. Let's, we let's, should talk about the movie. Oh, or, you go yeah. ahead. It was your
1: movie. You introduced oh, this no. movie. Okay. Okay. So it was your movie. You the introduced movie. It. The movie we watched this time around, which I think we announced two episodes ago, but because of uh, my absence, we didn't talk about it in the last one. Um, it was a 1998 Canadian film called Last Night, mm-hmm. which uh, starred. Was actually um, it starred was directed by and written by a guy named Don McKellar, mm-hmm. which is... Um, I've looked him up on IMDb. He's a very but... funny guy, and I've seen him in a lot of uh, yeah. uh, he, TV shows, mostly. Yeah, He's well. in a
0: lot of TV shows. He's been in um, everything from like CSI to... to the most obscure Canadian TV show you can think oh, of. So, I mean, he's, yeah. he's been around a while. Yeah. Not, and not a lot
2: of director credits, but a lot of actor credits. Uh, lots yeah, of yeah, actors. Yeah, no he, else, I think he's
0: originally yeah. an actor, but he started out in one of his biggest movies was a Cronenberg film, which David Cronenberg, a Canadian yeah. filmmaker who I think is brilliant, um, Eastern Promises one of my favorite movies exactly who um,
1: happens to be in this movie who happens to be yeah. in
0: this movie um, but also half the actors that were in this movie were yeah. in the same movie as the director Mr. Kellen Kellen McKellen yeah. McKellen yeah. McKellen um, uh, uh, called Extends Existence Existence thank you I, oh, think I it, saw that okay yeah, yeah. Um, which <laughs> I have I have yet to rewatch. I watched it once I think I watched it twice now uh, but that was in the 90s and I fucking hate hated that movie why yeah. that movie was i don't great. know why and now that and whenever somebody brings it up and starts describing it i'm like that's a fucking awesome movie that seems like a movie. i need to sit down and watch it again is that, really that, what I that was a kid. movie and since then since i've actually grown up from the 90s when the night when i was in the 90s i was not grown up at all you're still a kid duncan trussell Yep. yeah um but nonetheless yes of course i'm still a kid but I can truly appreciate a lot of the the, the situations and, and conceptions that adults see and go through and especially when we're talking about younger folks and I think existence existence? Existence, yeah. Existence is extremely relevant, even though it was made in like nineteen ninety what three ninety four Yeah, that's a, um, a little old it was it, it it's still relevant today
2: yeah no when i watched that that existence yeah uh, a lot of the ideas are ideas that are playing out today you know it was it was very it was very. Absolutely. It, it absolutely. was science fiction in the fact that it's all things that were achievable and things that are, we are, are beginning to achieve. So, mm-hmm. it was a great film, and uh, yeah, I, I would suggest that if you went back and watched it, I don't see why you wouldn't like it. It you know is really in. Here I'm saying wheelhouse again. It's really in your wheelhouse of films. It, it was, is. It, you're right. It, it, it was It was not a movie too dissimilar from Inc. Uh, no, no, it's not. It's 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 a
0: much different from Ink. But I think I need to go back and watch it. It's one of my friends, uh, uh, Pablo. Uh, his uh, my, one of my best friends in Mexico, Pablo. He it's one of his favorite movies. And I was like, God, I love all of Cronenberg's films except for that one. So there must be something wrong with me.
2: Apparently, at this point, because I need to go back. And watch. Nobody's arguing with you. There is now, something wrong let's, with you.
0: Let's get our. Let's get. Our, we're way off topic. Yeah. Uh Cronenberg was in the she movie. Was in
1: it. Um, Sandra Oh was in it. I, I love Sandra was, Oh. Yeah, she did really good. In she
0: was really. Was really young. I don't know how many. She does good in everything. If if yeah. if uh, what, what's that show that's on right now? Grey's Anatomy yeah. wasn't so fucking horrible, disgusting, and terrible. She would be the best thing
2: in it. She is the best. <laughs> she thing probably in it. is the best thing. She in is. it's the only reason I've She's watched for six seasons. I, don't, I fucking love that girl. Yeah, and, and uh, this movie, I think, was one of her first credits because she had like a yeah. really slow burn at the beginning. She was in this, this other Canadian film that was one of my favorites called Double Happiness, and I think that's like 94, 95 probably. And then I know she didn't get too many credits until like the early 2000s, so it was this one. She was in Wag the Dog. And then, uh, after that, I think it's the two thousands before we start seeing her get some serious, uh, solid roles, but, oh, uh, I'm sure there's much more than that. I'm sorry. You know, some people say I got the yellow fever. I might. <laughs> yellow
1: fever. And there goes feminism <laughs> yeah. and racism, equal rights, all in one fell swoop. Anyway. So this, this film, uh, came out, won a lot of, uh, actually won a lot of awards, um, mainly Canadian film awards, um, but was um, I kind of did a little reading? About when you make
2: it. two movies in Canada a year, you know one of them's got to win more awards than the other and get okay. the most.
1: <laughs> I think there's some Canadians that might disagree with that. But um, anyway, it's it's fairly obscure film, despite the fact that it's it's got pretty high ratings. Well, I think it's um,
2: obscure probably because it didn't really carry over. Like the the, yeah. the movie was generated as as a. Uh, not a competition, but as a request to make end of the millennium films. Yeah, yeah, I read about that. And, and I think, yeah. I think this I, movie. I did too. Well, this movie came out and was probably really big back in the year. It probably didn't have the lasting power, like it, very much along the lines of like listening to Prince's 1999, like in 2009. Uh, it doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. So, so even though he tried to make a, a film that, while there's no outwardly uh, description of it, hey, we're coming to the end of a century here. I think for some reason there wasn't enough sci fi in it to really garner interest much beyond its release.
1: Yeah, I don't think it was really trying to be sci-fi
0: though. Okay. I I, I apologize to interrupt you guys, but I think we need to do a round table just at this moment. <laughs> okay. Because uh you guys are having a wonderful discussion about it. Yeah. But uh I think we need opinions one at a time. So we'll start with Mike. Okay. And let him continue his diatribe about <laughs> Uh, the millennial films and
2: uh, well this this film I you know I actually rather enjoyed it. Um, what what stood out for me was all the questions it, it asked, obviously, you know this was a film that was was created out of this quest to direct movies at the end of the millennium, about the end of the millennium. and here was a director who took that competition and then kind of turned it sideways in the fact that it's more about the end of of, of humans as a species uh, rather than just the end of the millennium. And uh, while I enjoyed it, what what he brought forth as questions, like how would the old people take it, what would happen to society, um, I rather enjoyed it. You know, the the one thing that stood out to me, like my favorite character in the movie, was the character who just wanted to have sex. Like he looks, he goes, look. <laughs> that that did remind me of you. I <laughs> and, and, and I knew exactly where he was going when he had his list on the wall, and he was had all these tasks, and he's talking yeah. to his buddy after he invited him to the room. Which, at the same time, he wasn't inviting anyone else into that room, and he was closing the door every time he came in and out of it so nobody else would see it. Right. And he invites the one guy in to take a look. I knew where it was going, and, I, and, and you know, if it had been me, I might
1: have said yes. You know, that's interesting. I didn't know. That, that caught me as a surprise when I saw it, but, but I don't know. Yes,
2: but he did try to slip him a Mickey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but if you remember correctly, he gave him a pill. He's like, what's this? Oh, it's just vitamins.
2: I, I don't re- Yeah. You don't remember that? I, yeah, I, he, he did. Oh.
0: He did He was like Oh here's your beer Oh here's You want someone. Yeah I want one I'm taking one Yeah Oh it's just a vitamin (laughs) No it wasn't Later you find out They're boner pills
2: Yeah well no 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 wonder No wonder he's batting a hundred But you know he's (laughs) His teacher, um, you know, I've seen her in other films, and and I remember at one point going back, and I was so attracted to her, even though she's a little bit older than me. Oh, the French-Canadian actress. She's wonderful. I remember at one point seeing her in another movie uh, maybe a year or two ago and going back and going, God, she's just very striking to me. Uh, And I go back and I look at her pictures from the 60s and 70s. She's been working a long time. Wow. Oh, simply from the 80s. She was in a yeah. lot of
0: movies in the 80s, and an uh, absolutely gorgeous one. Yeah, that, gorgeous
2: that's one. what I'm saying. Absolutely gorgeous. And, uh, you know, what? What I, I, I would actually give the film a beer. I'd, I'd like to see the film not get three beers necessarily, and I don't think I have to worry about that. But I'm going to give it a beer and say that uh, it's worth your time to watch. It, it's great. It's got a young Sandra Oh in it who does a phenomenal job acting in it, um, only because she's got the Han inside of her, the, the Korean energy. For the people who are not familiar with Han, maybe we'll cover that in another, another podcast. Yeah. Um,
0: yes, another podcast. And
2: she's able to whip up the tears in a hurry. Um, and, and, you know, other than that, you know, I was reading some reviews on IMDb and they kept talking about how the end of the, the world, and while it's not mentioned that the end of the world is, is given a reason why the world is going to end, that it's, it's hinted, hinted at, but it's not at, really
0: given per se.
2: um you know i was watching it and i didn't get it but maybe that's only because i'm more scientifically inclined than a lot of people i was watching it and going well it doesn't i know what you're to do with the price it i know what you're (laughs) thinking they're trying to say here but that doesn't make any sense because it wouldn't happen like that if it was going to happen
1: well they, they have a thing about people getting sick there was a thing about people getting sick and dying and then there was a thing about the sun is always out yeah Mm-hmm. And then at one point, what is there was say? actually he a, I about
0: missed the night. There was um, no. He he mentioned that I miss I missed the night time yeah. because uh, it's been months since the night came. But yeah. it, I don't I don't remember something being. I remember the guy's wife got sick, and she was basically diagnosed with cancer or whatever her illness was, yeah. r- like a day before. The, uh, the, the news came out that the world was going to end in like four or five or six months or whatever. Two it was. months. No, I think it was four months. Mm-hmm. I remember it saying, I just watched it this
2: morning. I watched it the <laughs> day before. But no, I think it was four months. And Sandra O oh talks about being married for two
0: months. <laughs> yeah. she, uh, she, she does talk about being married for two months, but it was four months because she had time to react.
2: Okay, so in the middle of a uh, reaction. It was four yeah.
0: months. Okay, could be. Um, and uh, one thing I remember, uh, the, the sun was always out. People made a departure from the planet. If you remember that, it was uh, mentioned a few times in the beginning. I don't remember that. What was it? That people left the planet. How they left the planet, I don't know. They
2: don't really mention it. Gun in the mouth? Would that do it? Uh, I mean, is that, that what they were talking about? That would certainly do. It? It? Sandro oh wanted that. <laughs> yeah. catching in... a ride
1: on a comet. Yeah,
2: I don't know. Um, but while wearing Nikes, of
0: course. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tended to think of this movie as something in the slight future. Uh, only because some of the things they mentioned were slightly futuristic. Yeah. But uh, I'm sorry, I'm taking over. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, go. You yeah. go. No, I was, I was wrapped up. up. Now it's done. Is it my turn? Yeah, yeah. He, you go. You know, you go. you've got the ball, okay. Jeff. Okay. I'm it's gonna, all you. I'm going to overall say that uh, while I I enjoyed the film. Um it I can't give it a beer. I mean, I it wasn't as good it it just wasn't good. Uh, it, it wasn't great. It was a good movie. Uh, Sarah Polly was awesome. Sandra oh, always was awesome. Yeah. Essentially, all the women were really good in it, and the guy that wanted to sleep with all the women. Yeah, you, you know what? Uh, all the women were really good in it, and 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 I find uh, I judge movies on uh, several different criteria, and if those criteria all line up like they have in the last movie, and maybe even the movie before that. Yeah. Um, <coughs> They, uh, they, they tend to be great movies for me. First of all, first and foremost, you need a story. The story was there. I don't think it was thought out from beginning to end. I think this gentleman had an idea uh, of a few scenes and really loved those scenes and wanted to get them made. Yeah. And then all the other ideas flowed from there. Instead of having an overall arcing story, he tended to come from a place of one or two ideas. Um, which f- shit our podcast came from yeah. but <laughs> but our podcast is not a film either so and it um, also
1: doesn't have Sandra O. Oh,
0: and so. uh, no not yet yeah, Now I will fucking get it. Sandra O. Oh on this on goddamn podcast does she have a Twitter account because oh my god she is just gorgeous and no she's still gorgeous she is an amazing woman and, and she's such an incredible Asian actress. don't crack uh, you've said that before <laughs> but no she's an amazing actress I mean just by herself yeah. she's
2: such an amazing actor, but so. But sorry, I'm, I'm interrupting you here. But I want yeah, I want to catch you before you move on to the next thing. Um, if you're thinking about it uh, logically, and you're, you're saying this, the story is not very filled in. There wasn't a lot to grasp about the story. Do you think that that is a, a manner in story storytelling, whereas you want the viewer to draw more questions, like everything's not painted out for the viewer, so so the story becomes a little more vague.
0: I I well, it's a little bit from column A and column B. I mean, uh, um, generally stories have three acts, uh, and this this movie certainly had Clear, the three clearly. acts. Yeah. But that second act was just not so good, and the third act was
2: extremely rough. You're making me scared to recommend my my film recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, We don't have um, to love all of them it's, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, you don't have to love all of them And this is, to be honest with you, we've done how many of these movies so far? This is the first one I have not given a beer to So, I mean, no offense to this gentleman over here who recommended the film Mr. Rick Anderson But, uh, second of all, what I look for is, is acting um, I would say much of the acting in this film was really good um, please. Even David Cronenberg, which I've never really seen him act, and apparently he's been in like two or three films.
2: Yeah, no, he's been in a few. Yeah, yeah,
0: he's been in a few films, and he's he was actually really good. I love the yeah. scene of of the kid. Well, the kid was fucking horrible. The gun, where the Aha. kid comes up to him with the gun, and the kid was oh, fucking horrible. He reminded yeah. me. Oh, he reminded me of some eighties actor that was just. No one ever will remember his name But he was really terrible in like seven films You know what I mean yeah. Just one of those guys like ah, I have of, a high voice and I'm going to shoot you with the, a shotgun One of the Corys right? uh, uh, Essentially yes I quoted Corey it was, Feldman today by the way movies. But um, Nonetheless um, his, That scene where he's backing up And he just simply says I'm not afraid of you And you can see it in his face While He's backing away. He is not afraid. And wow, what an incredible performance! And I love the fact that he goes into the shadows, which gives which lends to the fact that the boy can shoot him. Right. Because yeah. while he's a human being, the guy can't shoot him. But if he's just a silhouette, right, it's easy. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, and that, that was a beautiful scene. And I love some of the. Uh, and that goes to my next reason why I love movies and why how I judge movies is the direction. And the direction in this movie is very good in pieces. Like, pieces of it were really, really good. And then, like, in between every piece... It was like San Francisco. You have, like, rich, poor, rich, poor, rich, poor. I mean, you just have this, like, weird... Conglomeration of like uh, really affluent, and it's just kind of shoved together, and then really affluent, and then just kind of shoved together,
2: and that that's kind of how the movie was to me. So it's the transitions in between story there arcs. There was a lot of
0: transition, and the transitions between uh, the the uh, as I brought them up, the the kind of the chapters, the the uh, mm-hmm. the, the the first part, the first act, the second act, right. or the third act. Which uh, they were just kind of like haphazard,
2: yeah. And that could have been an editing issue, but you. Still, oh, absolutely. You are going to bring the editing issues back to the director because he's got you know almost the final say. You of know, course. Uh, only above him is the producer, but you know what comes to my mind? and We were just talking about this scene where the guy's not afraid, and then we all know how he ends up. How did you interpret how he ends up?
0: He ends, he ended up exactly how he wanted to, and that's I found that beautiful about that scene is that um, he did everything he was doing in that scene on purpose. The kid himself was kind of unbelievable oh. and trite. Yeah. But the actor and the, the character that was backing into the house, he did it all on purpose. He knew exactly what he was doing. He was a smart man. Yeah. He, was, he was driven. And he just wanted his wife there, which was Sandra O. Oh, and he assumed she was gone. The chaos going outside, the chaos going on, and whether, and it didn't necessarily show the fact that he, she had left a note for him, but it showed the fact that he had been there for a long time eating this. The ice cream she describes in another scene.
2: Yeah. Holy shit! I missed all of that. Like I didn't get the connection between that character and Sandra. Oh, that might have made the movie a little more special for me.
1: <laughs> you didn't figure out that the guy? No, the I didn't at all. Husband? And, and oh, it's yeah, probably
2: yeah. half of the fa- half of my problem is I, I don't pay attention, and I was probably on IMDb looking at facts uh, the end about of the movie,
0: movie. One of the one of the things at the end of the movie is her listening to that message of the gas guy over
2: and over yeah. and over. again. Yeah. No. Right. Fucking husband, dude. Yeah. Oh, God, how did I not get that? Yeah, yeah. That, Yeah, that maybe makes the movie even that much better for me. Well, See, the... when
0: you sit down and watch a movie straight through... <laughs> Can't do it. I've got children. It was an hour and a half <laughs> fucking it's movie. I did it before I went to work this morning, and I have to be to work at six. Right. Granted, I was a little late, mm-hmm. but it's okay. <laughs> I'm a manager, and I get paid salaries, so really I'm a slave anyway. But uh, nonetheless...
2: That's, yeah, that, that's my mistake. And that, you that, need to
0: sit down and really watch a movie and that's one thing that drives me nuts about people who talk during movies um, <laughs> that I don't get to see the acting and, the, and, the, and I don't, I know don't anybody. get the full experience. Stop it. I don't get the full experience <laughs> of the film when, when folks talk or if I can't watch a movie all the way through.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, one of the other aspects I watch and ev- everything else from kind of that moment aside from the music, the music in this movie is slightly brilliant, I mean seriously brilliant. Juan uh, By the way, um, here's a fact. Here's a yeah. fact for you. Yeah. Not Spanish. That is a song in Portuguese. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. They got that wrong because yeah, they didn't do their research. Right. Of course, this is a long time ago, slightly before Google.
1: A Cuban guy though, who wrote it? Uh, yeah, no, no. Writing it in uh, Portuguese? I think it's. I think it's mm. probably from Brazil or someplace. Like no, right. it's a Cuban I don't guy. Know. From I, uh,
0: no, it was a Cuban guy that may be performing it Yeah No, no, the, the guy, guy who originally wrote it was no, Cuban I don't know, but it, apparently well, it's maybe in Portuguese to write My it wife is. clarified this for me My yeah. wife is from Mexico yeah, oh, If yeah, anybody yeah. knows Spanish, yeah. it's my wife uh, I, I, don't, okay. I don't disagree <laughs> So, with and, and this morning she was Spanish, like but... Oh, that's It's not Spanish She, got, she gets a little upset And uh, anybody uh, would Because uh, we do that in the States a lot to yeah. Mexico And a lot of southern countries that I, uh, we completely fuck up their culture, yeah, and shut the fuck up because you do it too. <laughs> so, uh, it's my culture?
1: <laughs> no, it is not. I have a friend on Facebook who's in Brazil. Let me
0: take you to Mexico and, and we'll see how much you fit into that culture. Okay, Mexico
2: and and uh, Chicano, real Mexico, two different things. I, and and I'm, exactly, I'm willing. But, and I'm that, willing that was to say thing, that there's a line drawn between That was one of the, the things two. that
0: she yeah. brought up. Was Juan is is written in Portuguese? Yeah. I don't know who wrote the fucking song. I know somebody was performing it. Whatever. It was still a brilliant song because of what the song is about. It's somebody dying and telling the poetry of his life, yada yada. yada. But nonetheless, it was it was just kind of funny that my wife pointed that out. but the other the other music in it is yeah. all really poppy. Yeah. Canadian music.
2: No. And it's funny because uh being from my favorite song in the movie was not from a Canadian artist absolutely not the, uh, the the 12 days of christmas by bob and doug <laughs> mckenzie
1: <laughs> was that in the film was that, that, that wasn't in the
0: film no no on no. <laughs> the first day of christmas i love bob and well bob.
2: i wanted <laughs> i wanted to pull That's it up i don't have it right in of front of me but it, of all
0: times the strange brew it,
2: it was it was the song while he was having the, the sex and it was uh it was, oh yeah that oh that is um, is parliament is that parliament Really, I want to say it's Parliament. I'm going to look and it up. Look it up. It, look I it up. I
0: anyway, recognize. I'm almost done with my review. Please let me finish. We're on uh, uh, almost thirty, an hour thirty. So I need to finish my review up. Okay, so go ahead. this gentleman can go on. I am not going to give it my beer. I apologize. It oh. was, it, it was a movie that is absolutely worth watching. I don't know if I would rewatch it ever. Um, but the actors were great. Um. The writing was not so great, uh, but the concept was right there. It was spot on. Mm. The con- I think he had a decent concept. He just needed someone to either edit his work or write it with him. Mm-hmm. Editing probably would have helped quite a bit. So editing the film certainly would have helped tremendously but i will i will pass it on to the man who recommended this film you go right ahead
2: well before you go ahead i'm going to let you know that i'm going to interrupt you at least 3 times including this one time so you go ahead
1: <laughs> i'll we're going to count the number of times you interrupt me in portuguese oh <laughs> um, um no hi well, i i will i will give this movie a beer um I sure hope so. I, I hope you're not recommending really, movies to like, us that you hate. Suck ass. But I'm you're going to watch it anyway. I only wanted to torture other I'm, people with I'm this. I'm recommending film. Top Gun next time around. Um, no, I, I, I thought this you was death with the safety feature of my <laughs> phone. <laughs> I thought this movie. I actually disagree. I think the writing was the best part of this movie because I think um, thematically, which is what I always click into movies on a um, on a philosophical level and a few a few podcasts back you asked me what I like about movies and we kind of got into a discussion about clichés
0: yeah and absolutely the yeah. other
1: thing that i look for is something that impacts me on a philosophical level where after, after i watch it i feel like i'm i'm kind of seeing the world just a little bit differently than i saw before i watched this movie and i wouldn't the, say that's me, philosophical but yes i know well, i understand I mean, that. it at least I has understand. That it has some sort of effect like that and this mm-hmm. movie absolutely i felt like that it had that effect because the theme in this movie for every character is it's all about missed opportunities in life. Mm-hmm. And so every single character is going back. Either they're they're going back and they are, you know, they're they're redoing things that they are missing that they missed, like the guy who's having sex, you know, in every conceivable way he can figure out.
0: See that that guy was creepy as fuck to me. Yeah. He wasn't he wasn't creepy. I love the concept of him. Yeah, he's a great um character. but and I love that actor, by the way. That actor is genius, mm-hmm. and I would love to see him in more shit. Because I've seen... I remember... I'm like, God, I know that guy. I've seen him in all kinds of shit. He's,
1: I looked him up in IMDb. He's been in a lot He's of been stuff. in everything. He's everything. Like, uh, yeah.
0: But uh, um, one thing I... I've, the only thing I found creepy about that guy is exactly <laughs> what his friend found creepy about him. The kitchen he was obsessed all of a sudden he fucking goes nuts and starts writing on the walls and he walks into (laughs) that place it's a fucking serial killer fucking apartment (laughs) as soon as you walk into that everything else is very pastel and welcoming and and you can tell it's kind of done on purpose because he really is all about sexuality and trying to get laid mm -hmm. but as soon as the guy goes in oh fuck what the fuck he might have said yes to sex had he not seen that room And that's—I remember you just brought this up, Mm -hmm. uh, Mike—is that he said no to the sex, the gay sex, but he might have said yes to it had he not seen that room. I actually, and I think, and you look on his face, and I'm not—I'm not trying to downplay Mr. McKellar in his acting skills, just his directing skills. But no offense, Mr. McKellar, I've never directed a fucking film, so I have fuck all to say on it. But nonetheless. I think that character would have slept with him had he not seen that room because it was creepy. It was seriously creepy.
1: I, I don't think so, actually, because, he, the like I said, the theme of this was missed opportunities and people figuring out where they had... Now
0: put yourself up. in a woman's spot. Yeah. In a woman's skin.
1: Okay, that's and different. And see that room. Yeah. No, it's not different. It's not different. But no, the the main character... It's his, it
0: was a fucking creepy room. His Wait. missed
1: opportunity in life, the thing that he was screwing up in his life was making meaningful connections with other people that's why in the first scene oh absolutely did, absolutely he's a jerk yeah. to his family he doesn't want anything to do with sandro no i'm not talking about first. him i'm
0: talking about the other guy with the oh creepy no, no, no wait but no, he has him, but... he has an
1: open opportunity there to make a, a connection with this friend even though it's a little odd it's a little unusual for him but see i found i
0: found it. i found the fact that he was much more healthy of a human being yeah. than our main character yeah
1: um yeah, at the point that they talk, sure. So, no, no,
0: I think he is a completely much more healthy human being yeah. as far as the way he treats the women he's he's there with. Right. And he wants them to feel attractive, he wants them to be he wants them and him to have a that connection right. Right. and to have a physical connection. Yeah. It's just he is all about the physical. Yeah. And while his friend is the exact opposite, he's the antithesis of the but other
1: guy, and he every, is the uh, emotional, right? But every, every but every, every character in that it. movie, every character in the movie is about missed opportunities and and how they're dealing with it in the last few hours of that they're on. Oh, the that's funny because I, I got a little bit different, but yes, I agree. Go ahead. But um, and and the main character turns out his missed opportunity. You don't really figure this out until the very end when he tells Sandra O's character about you know his his wife. His missed opportunities are all these chances he has to make meaningful connections to other people. And he's blowing that all off because he's so hung up on his dead wife. And he's just yes. like, he's oh, rude absolutely. to everybody. Absolutely. He's a dick yeah. to everybody. He's blowing off his friend. He's blowing off his family. He's like, I don't want to be around anybody other yeah, than the world.
0: That's simply, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the sadness the, the yeah. mourning
1: that he's just mourning his but wife it's been, it's been a long granted time. it's been it's been a long time yeah, and been he been still has all time. that
0: stuff up yes he's certainly hung up on right. the mourning stage of, of mourning his wife right. but I think it, from his speech at the end he was caught up yeah in but that that's, already, that's before why, he met his wife. Yeah. He and was already why, like that. That's
1: why that, that last, like, the ten, last ten seconds of that movie, every time I watch the fucking thing, it gets me. I get a little lump in my throat. because Really? Because he is, he's finally realizing, he's like, I made a connection with this person and I've got a gun to her head right now, and there's no way in hell I'm going to shoot her, even though she wants me to. And then and she has her own set of issues about, I the only thing I can do is be with my husband at this point, She's kind of got her own. I found I found that she
0: simply wanted control. She didn't didn't matter
1: maybe who she was too, with. Maybe that too, but at she the, simply to wanted to have, control. To have them both realize that at the same time. But a lot of people wanted. Control, they've been so. through enough in the last four hours of their life to actually kind of love each other enough, and maybe not be in love like a romantic love, but enough to where they actually care about each other at that point, to where there's no way in hell they're going to shoot each other.
2: All he had to do and was open that, the door and let somebody in.
1: Yeah, that's really all it is. And, no, and absolutely, I would, that, I would
0: agree. But he was like that before yeah. his wife, and, then, and that, yep. that, I think that that hits home when he's with his family at the beginning. Yeah. His family tell him he's shut off. Yeah, yeah One yeah. of my favorite. Just, I'm sorry, I hate to interrupt. That's fine. Um, going back to one of my favorite scenes in the movie is the two old ladies, old old ladies, the two grandmas on the couch, yeah, <laughs> and they're watching these home videos. Yeah. My favorite line and what for me was the pinnacle of the film yeah. was the line that the old lady says. Children. Why yeah. does it always have to be children? Yeah. They don't know what's going to come. They haven't even lived their life. I've invested 80 years on this in this life. <laughs> I know great, what I'm going to miss. That was a and great to me
1: moment.
0: wow. Yeah. Um, Cuz these people are about to fucking die. Yeah. And that is honestly the truth. We always think about our kids. Of course, in that situation, could you imagine being in a situation where this is all going to die? This is all going to blow up. Yeah. The first thing you're going to think about is your kids. What are they going to miss? What are they going? To, why can't they live longer? Why can't they do something more? Yeah. And she's like, fuck that.
1: That They're not going to miss shit. That
0: was the most poignant part of the film, was that old lady. And she had no lines. She had a bunch of mumbling at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And things like that. There's
1: something attacking me. Yeah, oh, my no, that's
2: me. Oh, okay. Just open the door and let it in.
1: Ann Ramsey. She's <laughs> she's kicking the shit but, uh, out of me right anyway, now. Anyway, so that for me at least, uh, thematically and, and on a philosophical level, I, I really I love this movie. Hey, I, the word. I don't
0: think you know what that word.
1: Is. I do know what that word means. My wife studied philosophy. And what's interesting <laughs> is I, I looked up the, uh, some information about that movie about the uh, song, and it was um one parameter? Re- yeah, it was, it, it was a Parliament. Jose Fernandez. It was in Parliament. Nice, nice. Thing no, uh, no, no, no. The song at the end, the Guantánamo song. Um, it was about a guy who had actually left Cuba and came back to it when he was in his forties. And um, at maybe the time, my wife is wrong. I, I, she's probably right. Maybe he wrote it for some... But he was a, he was a very um, well known author and poet. Oh, um... and he. What the fuck is his name? José Fernández. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he was. He's um, and he re- apparently had an experience where he was walking across the street. Are you farting over yes. there? I love my family. Oh, okay. But he um, he he tried to flirt with a girl in Guantanamo, crossing the street somewhere, and she she completely blew him off. And so he the, wrote these the, the town of
0: Guantanamo yeah. when it was oh, a town, not yeah, and not a, a prison, yeah.
1: And Rick just and came so he back completely from completely blew him yes, off. Yes,
0: Rick just came back from there. Yeah. Trust yeah. Me, he had a great time, smoked some weed, ate some beans and rice. He had some good sandwiches. But um and shit. so
1: he wrote a poem about about that, about this missed opportunity. Which is interesting to me because the whole movie's about missed opportunities and yes. that song is about a missed opportunity with this girl that he wanted to flirt with and get to know better and she blows him off. And so, um I just I thought it was kind of interesting. And that, mm-hmm. that poem apparently became a favorite of folk singers. In, like, south of the border countries, and they put it to Mm -hmm. music, and then eventually you get the Pete Seeger version, which is in the movie. Yeah. Where he's singing that and and sort of talking about it. I don't think he's
0: singing it. I think he's the one that talks about it. I think somebody else is singing it, yeah. Well, regardless. Somebody else is singing it. But But, uh, yeah, yeah, I I honestly don't know. I don't know Spanish or Portuguese or Canada that well. So uh, I just thought it was
1: interesting that I'm picking up on the missed opportunities theme in the movie, and then I go read about the. Where the song came from, and it turns out it's about a missed opportunity. Yeah,
0: and, this, and no, now that you say that, for me, the whole movie was essentially about um, death and dying, and yes, missed opportunities. Yeah. But that is part of dying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whether, and that's what made for me the old ladies were that. Yeah. The old ladies were old, you know. I have, to but imagine. it doesn't mean that they don't have regrets and they don't have missed opportunities, mm-hmm. and that's what makes that beautiful. Yeah,
1: I don't it's usually cool. notice acting in films. I'm not the kind of person who sit there and think, "Wow, really? that person's doing a great job." The of entire actor. point of a movie. I won't. No, I I tune that out. I don't think about it. I might think about it afterward, but when when I'm watching it, the one person, the the the, the uptight lady that works at the uh, at the what is it? The gas the gas company. company yeah.
2: Yeah. Tracy Wright.
1: She, I kept focusing on her. I was like, oh, my God. She's communicating so much with just all these little subtle looks. And it's like mm-hmm. they don't ever say at once that she's in love with her boss. But, but she's she actually, gets it across with, like, these little subtle moments. And I thought, wow, that's really amazing. Well, the I, confession I alone
0: that she's been having one drink a day. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but, um, and no, it was, it, it, that's a beautiful scene, especially when he kisses her on the cheek.
1: You can see her just. Yeah, it's it was, Um, I was. I was kind of surprised because I don't normally normally stop and think, wow, that person's doing a great job of acting. But I did with her. And her name is um, Tracy Wright, and she was actually – You just mentioned her. Oh, did you? Yeah, no. I
2: I was going to say the thing I found fabulous about the movie, and I'm Mm going to interrupt you here a little bit was the fact that the director is married to Tracy Wright. Right, yeah, yeah. And that he directed her in a scene where and she's sleeping with another man, and I kept thinking about that, and then I kept thinking about Kevin Smith in Red State directing his wife to get shot in the head by a bullet, and I go, <laughs> what, is, what is the director really trying to say here? And, and that that was powerful to me, but this probably goes back to me imdb being the movie and looking I at mean, all the facts. I believe that's what we call acting. I yes. think they
1: have a uh, maybe an... Um, Untraditional relationship because the Wikipedia listed them as having a, they were partners prior to, like two thousand eight or something when they got married, uh-huh. and then she died in two thousand ten. Oh she oh really yeah oh which because I I went on I was like I was like wow she was kind of an amazing actress I no yeah she was up. great mm-hmm. I guess she was a she was really big in Canadian theater had been in a couple of movies. Well, it's too parts. bad we don't I have... I can this. see that because she was yeah. probably hands down one of the best actors.
2: It's too bad we don't have yeah. Caleb here to talk I mean, about un- untraditional relationships. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but anyway... Well, Caleb's not here. But yeah, so I'm thinking maybe maybe it wasn't such a big deal that he, uh, he no. was directing her in those kind probably of... Probably not. ...or those kind of scenes. But... Um, yeah I, I like I said I, I very very rarely watch a movie and, and someone's acting jumps out at me to the point where I'm'm I'm, I'm taken by it but her okay
0: you and I need to go to see a Shakespeare play okay. by real actors and okay. you will be fucking amazed yeah whether you like Shakespeare or not you will understand everything they say yeah and it's absolutely fucking amazing when you have good actors on stage
1: right.
0: I actually when I was younger I went and saw the odd couple we all know the odd couple Right, the Is TV that Shakespeare? Show. That is not Shakespeare. It's, oh, okay. it's tantamount to Shakespeare for American theater because okay. uh, it, it's uh, uh, Neil. Neil Diamond? Neil Kirk? fuck up. <laughs> I can't remember his name now. Neil Simon. And I'm a douche. Thank you, Neil, Neil Simon. Simon. <laughs> uh, Neil Simon wrote The Odd Couple, and I got to see Tim Conway and Tom Poston in The Odd Couple. Oh,
1: that's interesting.
0: Uh, not interesting, one of the most hilarious things you'll ever see yeah. in your life. Yeah, I am lucky to see them. It's like you saw Kids in the Hall live, yeah. did you not? Yes. Yes, you did. I did. You were one of the few people on the planet that got to do that. There's not very many people that got to do that, and I'm one of the few people that got to see these two <laughs> gentlemen act out, the odd couple, on yeah. stage. Yeah. You know who Tom Poston is and Tim yes. Conway, correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're both comedic geniuses, yeah. and of course Tim Conway played the 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 Felix role of or is it the Felix role the the one that's you know kind of uptight and always cleaning everything and yeah, that's, that. yeah that's and uh, and of course Tom Poston plays the sports writer but yeah. uh, oh Jesus I don't I don't know how to describe it it was catharsis it was just genius yeah absolutely because half the play was ad lib because these two guys are so
1: brilliant at it you know what I mean so. Yeah. But anyway, I'm interrupting your. Uh, well, I'm I'm pretty much done. That's all I want to say. But I just wanted to say that you know that, that, that obviously you give this one beer. I do, and yes. it 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 hit me on a level that I didn't expect the first time I saw it, and it just um second time I watched it, which was a couple of days ago. It just it it you know I noticed a lot of stuff that time around that I hadn't seen the first time, and it and uh, that last scene got me again. You know, I just oh, yeah. I, for me, I just it's the it's,
0: scene where uh, every it shows. Each uh, scene or people in the last, the last,
1: just the last ten seconds, where the mm-hmm. the camera's kind of moving around, and everything where else the, fades the, out.
0: the parents and the the grandparents are yeah. praying, and then well, no, no,
1: where where you get the you get the two sitting there with the guns yeah. to their heads, and everything else fades Blank, out, blanks really quiet. yeah, but
0: it does that for every person. It, yeah. it goes yeah. to Sarah Pauli and her boyfriend cheering
2: on the lar and you see her close her eyes, yeah, oh, and, yeah. yeah. see that, that, and then boom, everything goes That white. was too distracting to me because me, when I'm watching that scene in the movie, I start calculating, well, how is this actually happening? What's happening to the end of the world? <laughs> and I stopped caring about the characters and I was well, watching it going, of... what's the science well, behind I'm this? Well, I'm sorry. It, it, science a... or
0: not, if you think about it, it was probably a, a flare yeah. from the sun. No, Maybe.
2: no, because a flare from the sun wouldn't keep both sides of the planet lit 24 yeah. hours a day.
0: But it doesn't keep both sides. It just keeps Toronto just <laughs> hours. That's <laughs> what
2: I hadn't
1: considered. It's just Toronto. That's it. it. Is just it's Toronto. Just the end of Toronto. We
0: might have went to Regina at one point, but it was mostly oh. just in
1: Toronto. Oh no, race car deified's out of luck then, because his whole portion of the world has been wiped out. It's Poor okay. He's all okay. about the. He's the not going to be able to.
0: He's oh. all about the man boy love. Don't worry. I have and no the, doubt and that
1: and he the, lived the, it uh, up right to the end.
2: He's getting an email before he dies anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, from Beer Plus <laughs> Three. Absolutely.
1: But um yeah no, every scene at the end was like was, was lighting up as if something were I don't know like the sun or something. And it couldn't so be painful. the sun because I, I, it y- doesn't matter though it's just a metaphor. it's like a metaphor. and anytime they use the end of the world in, in stories as a metaphor, it's usually meaning that your your view of the world has changed so dramatically that the world you knew. Has come to an end.
2: He should have checked with Neil deGrasse um, so. Tyson before <laughs> yeah, directing yeah, yeah, yeah. that
1: scene. Uh, okay, maybe, but the point I have is... two. I have
0: two other uh, things. There's no point. I have some homework for you. Okay, <laughs> not you. Just, just rich. Okay.
2: I've seen uh, movies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> first <laughs> of all, a those? film.
0: A film called The Quiet Earth. The Quiet Earth. Okay, watch it. Tell me what you think. I'm, right. not, I'm not going to name it as my film because it's too old. I, I'd like to. And do, it's not your turn. It's not my turn, <laughs> motherfucker. And number two, a graphic novel and or a uh, radio play yeah. uh, called Signal to Noise by Neil Gaiman. Signal to
1: Noise, okay. It's,
0: they're both kind of along the same lines. Okay. Very much about the same lines about connections and regrets and death and the end of humanity, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right. Um, so, please, uh, seriously... Yeah. Uh, go and find these things and watch them and listen to them because okay. I think you'll I think you'll get more out of this movie, uh, not only this movie but more out of those those subjects as well.
2: Okay, and you might not mm-hmm. need a trip to Peru to dose in ayahuasca to to come to uh, these no that cohusions. trip is happening motherfucker. <laughs> it better. I've been all excited for my trip to Duncan Uro. Trussell. So it sounds to me like. Uh, uh last night, last night is getting two out of three beers because I enjoyed it. It um, is
0: getting two out of three beers. I did enjoy it. That doesn't mean I give it a beer. Okay. Well, it's getting two out this of three beers. This is the first time I haven't really said, yes, this movie's good. So, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't love them all.
2: No. Who would? And uh, you But know-
0: I love film, so... You know, I much I, more I, eclectically than I think either of you
2: do I, I wouldn't so. want to punish everybody with this movie, just part of the, the population. So, you know, two out of three <laughs> is plenty. It's a good ratio. <laughs> Uh, okay. You know you're gonna you're gonna sit through a lot of moments that are not very exciting, but you know you get to watch the characters develop, and I think you know you illustrated. You
0: do I think Sandra O's character was probably one of the best developed characters?
2: And you you really illustrated the problem that I had with the movie, but I didn't realize in which was the editing and the transitions between the different scenes, and how that oh, kind the of the
0: editing and the directing. Was... And, and, and just... I think mostly what was lacking from the film.
2: Yeah, and that that just kind of ruined the pace a little bit. But beyond that, the story's there, and I, I'd say you know where you found weaknesses with the story, I'd say that was just in order to to, to the the viewer would ask questions and and sit there and, and think and ponder. No, I, uh,
0: one of the transitions of the film is is Sandra O oh and our main character who is uh, he wasn't good for the role. I'm sorry, McKellar was not good for the main role as the guy. I disagree. Uh, he just I just he was not convincing for me. But uh, one of the—and that was a transition from, uh, I think, Act 1 to Act 2, was them just walking down the street.
2: I'd say it was when she entered his his apartment.
0: See, I, w- I, w- I would say when it is when they were left. Yeah. yeah and, Martin, and you might be more right. The Act 1 was really her journey, hmm. and then the cutscenes between, and then her journey to meet him, mm-hmm. because all the different characters connected in some way. Right. So—
2: Hey, but, you know, two out of three beers, not bad. Um, no, I'm, not I'm bad. hoping, you know, the the next film, it's my turn to choose, so I'm going to choose this time. And I'm going to choose a film that I watched last night and that was recommended to me by my wife. Um, Escape from Tomorrow, it's, it's guerrilla filmmaking at its best in that uh, the the entirety of the yes. film was... Was filmed on the Disney uh, World and Disneyland properties. It was
0: Disneyland and uh, what, I, Disney did have a lawsuit at one point. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, and I think they quieted that down and just yes, well let them, the, you know, rather than bring any more publicity to the movie, just kind of leave it alone. And I think it stands on that. And it's a very interesting tale, and I'm really excited to watch the last twenty of the minutes of the movie where I I fell asleep and, and, and it was late at night, and I had a good long run last night, so. I'm going to say it wasn't the movie's fault. It was probably mine that I fall, fell asleep. Um, but I'm really interested in that the pacing is rather... It's, it's very indie early 90s in that it's a lot of, mm. of buildup um, without a lot of story carrying it to where it's going. It's interactions between characters. So I'm interested yeah. to see what you guys are going to think of it.
0: Well, one of my, one I, of my favorite things... I, I apologize. Right,
2: uh, one of my favorite things
0: about foreign cinema is that they don't tend to speak down to their audience. In the States, we tend to speak down to our audience. We have to explain every little detail of the plot the entire film. And um, in in foreign cinema, especially Asian cinema, they just drop you into a world and you're off and running. Full speed. Full speed. And that's one thing I love. I, I got, love about it. I got a bunch yeah. of Asian cinema for you. That's, uh, that's trust my me, I've seen a lot of Asian cinema. So, uh, And not just the stuff you've recommended. So, yeah, I'm sure I've seen more than you.
1: <laughs> is this going to turn into a dick-sized war? It will. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I, am I, am I I'm sorry, sir, but gonna...
2: every war is a dick-sized war. <laughs> and, and I don't mind losing to Jeff. <laughs> okay.
0: But nonetheless, uh, there is our podcast. It is Beer Plus Three. Uh, remember to go to Twitter... Facebook and Instagram.
2: And look for Plus three, and then we're also on the iTunes Store we now. We are on
1: the iTunes Feel Store. Feel
2: free to leave us a review listen, because we have none as you. of yet.
1: Listen, to you sound like an old guy. We're on the iTunes.
2: <laughs> we're on the iTunes and the friend face yeah. and the tweets. Yeah, the, I,
1: we're on the tweets. Tweet. We're on the i thingy, whatever it is. Just one of know. my
0: favorite. One of my favorite lines from uh, Arrested <laughs> Development. And I haven't seen a lot of them, but one of my favorite lines is: I think the mom hands the grandkid like five bucks and says, "Here, go see a Star Wars." <laughs> <laughs> so, that was one of my favorite lines go, from that go show buy on the <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> okay. Go
1: buy something on the iTunes Exactly, go buy
0: something on the iTunes Anyway, um, I will let these gentlemen sign off And I will do lastly
2: And this is Beer Plus 3, and this is me, Mike And this is me, Rick And Jeff,
0: and we love you, and we'll see you soon Bye now Au revoir That was his best Quebecois Wow, that was an exciting episode. In fact, I'm so excited, that I, I, can barely, oh baby, baby. Here it comes, oh, oh, (coughs) Ah, nice, very nice. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman, Michael Zamora and Rick Anderson. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. Good night.